ladies and gentlemen. Surprise, bitch! I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. For this, this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Coke and fries, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> Art supplies, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, fine. We miss uh, you. We miss, yes. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Finished. Finished. Dark. Fuck. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Julia Cantar Macho. And I'm on uh, Sophie Trainer's side. Margaret Lister. Is it Sophie <laughs> Trainer? I can't remember. S- Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. I thought it was Trainer. But mm-hmm. Sophie Turner, yes. I'm on her side. Yes. We need we need to protect the, the Queen of the North at all costs. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. And you are most definitely, just in case you weren't aware, experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the medium of uh, lack of maturity. <laughs> and focus. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, oh, Gavascon and oh, everything. No. Yeah, so. No my good. Voice, my voice may, might falter at the end of this, but we we'll, may know soon enough. <laughs> we will find out very shortly. Yes. Sorry for those who were expecting an episode last week. Uh, just not did not pan out life real life gets in the way sometimes with these things but that's all right we are here and we have got a big episode in terms of you know one segment or two segments so the chocker block but you know our top segment not so much um but that's okay we we will somehow as we do find a way to make uh, an hour's worth of content three hours long so, without any further ado, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> get ready. <strap laughs> Brace <in>. yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Fulia, hello. Yay. Hi. <laughs> what have you been watching the past couple of weeks? Well, well, it's been a good couple of weeks for me. I've been watching a lot. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to start off with uh, Only Murders in the Building. Hey, gotta gotta keep up with that. Got some more red herrings <laughs> to be that have been dished out. Um, oh, raining red herrings. Yeah, um, I am still unsure as to who the culprit is, but I'm making guesses. I just I don't know if I'm right, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find out soon enough. Oh boy, um, yeah, it's a good show. Definitely need to watch that. Kendall. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, it would have been smart if I'd watched it before I had something spoiled for me the other day. So that was... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. The internet strikes again. Yeah. Damn <laughs> you, Just internet. Blatantly put in what happened, like the fucking Paul Rudd's fate in this, it, in the fucking header of the article, literally. And I'm just like, are you fucking... Cool. All right. I guess that's my own fault. That's on me. (laughs) You know how many times I've seen thumbnails with a particular character coming back to Star Wars? (laughs) Fucking stop. Yeah. (laughs) Stop that. Yeah. Um, the next thing I'll mention is that I watched a movie, first movie in a while, actually. Uh, oh. I decided to jump onto Prime Video and I kind of sifted through, you know, what was available. And, mm-hmm. uh, I watched Air. Hey! Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, for something where there's not a lot going on, but it's very dialogue heavy, I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> I mm-hmm. wasn't... I wasn't bored in the slightest. I was just, I was very intrigued by the story. Good. Um, For the whole movie, though, you only see the back of Michael Jordan. You don't see his face. And you don't hear him until towards the end, but you only hear him say, like, one or two words. And that's it. Yeah. For the whole movie. Did you, (laughs) can I ask you, did you find it distracting? That they chose not to really feature him, but still feature him. Kind of, yeah. Mm. It was it was kind of distracting because you know he's there. You see a body, a figure that is supposed to be a young Michael Jordan, um, especially when you know he goes into meetings with his parents. But it's it's annoying that we. It's always like they. Cho- they, the angles that they chose were a little bit weird to try and cover him up and stuff. So I, I guess it was more okay. Even though Michael Jordan kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He was kind of there to help pull the story along, like help them with the, writing the story um, in terms of what actually happened. Um, but he didn't directly work on it. It was just more of a, yeah. just to give you an idea what actually happened, here's, here's what happened. That's, that's pretty much all he's done. Maybe they just couldn't get the rights of his face, potentially. I know what happened. Oh, okay. Um, Please enlighten Because I, I, I was curious and I was distracted by it too. But yeah, apparently Ben Affleck, who directed the movie, said yes. that um, if they had actually cast someone to play a young Michael... Um, then all of the attention would have been on that. You would not have focused on... Like, it wouldn't have been about him. It wouldn't have been about the story of the shoe and, and Nike and their uprising. Like, it like it would have taken away and and then also, in and of itself, been a distraction um, okay. to be like, everyone's looking at Michael Jordan in this movie. And, and, and then yeah. I suppose it's like, how do you find someone to play that role because he's such an icon? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's basically why. And it's just, okay. but at the same time, I found, like I said, I found it even more of a distraction. Just yeah. the fact that he's there, but he's not there. And they're trying to like, like that scene, there's a scene where 
they're like they're in the boardroom um you know and they're meeting with the parents and he's there and he's like fiddling with stuff on the side and yeah. that Damon yeah. it felt awkward i don't know about it you. really did I yeah it really like did it. because i was expecting him to like say something but then it doesn't happen and he's just like I, like i kind of understand where ben affleck was going with that kind of direction in terms of the fact that they really wanted to just focus on the company itself yeah. and the story mm-hmm. of how the shoe came became a thing yeah but i just I, it's like you said, I just found it more of a distraction of the fact that he was there, but you just don't get to see or hear him. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, so it's interesting. It, it did get a little, it did get a little frustrating, um, until we got to the end and then we're like, Oh, we hear his voice. Do we get to see him? No. Do we get to hear the conversation? No, no, <laughs> none of it. I feel like there would have been a, a better way to go about it if they didn't actually physically show him in the movie. Um, outside of archive footage that they used, um, obviously. Yeah. Um, like, if they just showed his parents. Like, I, I think there have been movies that have done that approach before where they've had the the subject matter sort of um, absent from the proceedings mm, yeah. and found a way around it and it's worked better. I don't know. That was just one of the problems I had with the movie. Like, I enjoyed it like you did, but, um, but yeah, it, it, it was a little far from perfect for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, but Matt Damon did a really good job yeah, with good. his role. I was pleasantly surprised with that. I'm not huge fan of a lot of his movies. Like I haven't really seen any of the Bourne movies. What? <laughs> neither, neither have I. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, you know, anything else? The only time that I've probably seen him in is maybe voice acting in what was it? It was um, Happy Feet oh, yeah. <laughs> with him and. Um, and Brad Pitt together <laughs> in one of oh, the yeah. movies. Weren't they? They were, like, the, they were the krill. Yeah, the krill. Yeah, hey. that was. That's probably the only thing that I know him from, apart from the Bourne movies that I haven't watched. But um, yeah, Matt Damon did a great job as being the lead in this in this particular movie. Um, and just the fact that the 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 risk he decided to take with his own career to put the whole you know the whole um budget onto this one player this one basketball player was insane like how the, the how do you even know how, that that kind of gut feeling that knowledge that this character had to yeah. be able to be like this is the guy he's going to make us millions you know um it yeah. was it was a really it was a really cool sort of story and an insight into how um, you know the Air Jordans became the popular basketball sneakers that they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, and the and the fact that residuals went to him, like profits, like a percentage of the profits of the sales since then, like that's an enormous amount of money. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very, very smart decision to include that yeah. deal. Very smart. Yeah, it, and it makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you're, like you're, a, you're putting like the the fact that they dealt with the mother mostly. The mother was the one that was mostly being um, spoken to in this sort of in this situation. Um, mm-hmm. And Viola Davis, man, jeez, great. Yeah, great performance. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just, it was amazing to even see the fact that she knows how business works mm. and 
that she knew what she would expect from these companies that are sponsoring him. Uh, they're sponsoring her son. So they're like, she's like, all right, if this is going to happen, these are my terms. And it was insane that they actually agreed with it, but it, it makes sense. So yeah. 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 So that was an so Air was an interesting movie. It's definitely worth the watch. I mean, it's not there's nothing really exciting that happens in this movie, but it's still worth learning about essentially. Just just the story of Michael yeah. Jordan and 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 the shoes from Nike. So yeah. it's definitely worth checking out. Um and then uh in terms of like other shows and stuff that I've watched. Okay. So I watched the One Piece live action the whole season. Oh. I did. And I, only, I only watched... I did too. And I watched it side by side with the anime. Oh. To a point. To a point. I got to a point and I'm just like, I had a, maybe two or three episodes left of the live action. So I'm like, I'm just going to watch the rest of this and then I'll go back to the anime. I am pleasantly surprised at how well that turned out. Um, so, in terms of its story, they do cut it down quite a lot, though. I will say, they've they've um, they've nixed some of the filler stuff, and just focused on the main story progression of the manga. I'm going to say, um, the there are some actor choices that could have been a bit better in terms of appearance. Not so much their performance itself. It's just the way that they look. Usap, yeah, Usap. Uh, <laughs> but I suppose in that instance, like, you know, you can't... Anyway, it, it is it is based off of, you know, a fiction. So they could have given Usap a, like, a nose. nose a, no, a Pinocchio nose, essentially. Um, because that's... That's his character. That's his the way that he behaves. He's he's a bit of a liar, <laughs> or a storyteller, I should say. Um, Coward. And they didn't do that in the in the live action, which I get it. It's it's a choice they decided to go with. Um, another thing that I was pleasantly surprised with um, was just the performances. A lot of, of a lot of a lot of the actors in their in their character roles. Um, and the fact that they, um, they sort of, the way that they've structured the live action compared to the anime was a little bit different. Like it's still similar in terms of its storytelling, but it's not exactly the same. Like they've changed it a little bit so that it works for the live action and so that it works in terms of it being condensed. Um... And I, I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the way they went with that. So that was, that was interesting to see as well. Um, yeah, so it is, yeah, it, it really comes down to how most of the other um, anime fans will take it. Um, whoever has uh, watched it. I know that my workmate has seen it and he was a little, he had mixed feelings about it because um, he's a big one Piece fan, very big One Piece fan. And yeah, he's, his favorite character is Sanji and he wasn't happy with the actor who played Sanji in the live action. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's up to everybody else's interpretation of how they felt the live action went. 
I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, and apparently there's a second season in the works. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. The way that they ended it was, you know, pretty interesting. So I'm going to continue watching um, the anime itself. Because, you know, the the first season is 60 episodes. <laughs> and I'm about 23 episodes in. Um, but I could condense that down in terms of my watch time if I go by a guide where it gives me the core episodes that are based off the manga that I should watch and skip the fillers that I don't need to watch. Um, but I like watching anime even with its fillers. Like I did that with Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. They had fillers. Sailor Moon had fillers. Fairy Tale had fillers. And I still watched them from start to finish and I still enjoyed them. And they're very long. They're all long series. They've got a lot of episodes in their, in their shows. Um, so I don't know how I feel about skipping out on the fillers because the fillers are also a fun time too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I'm watching, been watching that. Um, and the last thing I'll mention is, uh, I started watching Star Wars Rebels. Thanks to Ahsoka. (laughs) So now I'm in, I think I'm towards the end of season one right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I am towards the end of season one. Um, and yeah, things i haven't haven't gotten to the episode of ahsoka yet i know that she's in the final episode of season one um but yeah i haven't gotten that far that's when it starts getting getting yeah into it yeah that's when it sort of picks up again so um yeah i i'm really enjoying watching star wars rebels it's giving me a bit more insight into the backstory of some of the characters we've been seeing in ahsoka um and yeah um that's pretty much all I've been watching. Nice. <laughs> it's a lot this time. <laughs> nice. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing. Doing a lot of research, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Star Wars Rebels and One Piece. And One Piece, yeah. Very, we very are. cool. We are. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Michael, uh, you're up Hello. next. What have you been watching? Well, sort of the same. Uh, I could mention that I started watching the live-action One Piece. Uh, I've seen the first two episodes, so I've finished uh, Captain Buggy. So, and... oh man, okay, Captain Buggy. What a what an actor to play Captain Buggy. <laughs> and I'm happy that he didn't do a Joker impression. <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird seeing you know this He's person. Yeah. <laughs> I will. The one other thing I will point out: there are some CG points in the sh- live action that I was a little mm, about, um, but okay. otherwise it was unbelievable. It, was all right. it's, uh, it just looks unbelievable. <laughs> like this person that can that can uh, rip apart its own body and, and, and the gum gum <laughs> gun and just, uh, yeah. it's unbelievable. Munger's better. <laughs> I use my imagination. I will say, Mike. You should probably watch it through a little bit further because there are there's another character that comes up that's intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sort of doing what you're doing, but I'm actually doing the um, uh, uh, the one. It's not the one piece; it's the one phase. I think it's called. Uh, 
dot com where they where they do like do uh, something illegal and cut out all the fillers and and, and yeah, condense okay, okay. each each episode into its own thing. So. So you're, do, that, so you're doing something that I should be doing instead no, and no, 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 no. my I, time? <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm doing this because I'm I'm a big high definition freak and it's more high def than it's on Netflix. So I'm, I'm, Fair enough. I'm, I'm watching it. Uh, I'm watching the dub, but I'm also reading the uh, Japanese subtitles at the same time. So I need to be extra focused. <laughs> so it's a bit weird. So <laughs> I've been doing that, but... Uh, I will mention uh, I have been watching Only Murders in uh, the One Piece, and yeah, a <laughs> uh, lot of lot of red herrings everywhere, mm. and not a drop to drink. Um, I'm actually I'm actually liking this sort of uh, we're we're dealing with more of a char- characters uh, that's mm. within, and and we get to see Martin Short acting. Instead of mugging to the camera as he usually does, so <laughs> that that's a plus, and that's been enjoyable too. Uh, um, I watched two new uh, movies with my daughter. Uh, we watched because she's sick and she gave me her sickness, so we didn't <laughs> go out. We we watched uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and that's a bit of fun. Uh, with uh, not my favorite um, rendition of the of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it's uh, it, it is up there with like good ideas that I that watching like you you actually see them as you know kids and not twenty somethings trying to act. Hey, they're young people. Nah, and no cow bunk. Well, there was one cow bunker, which I I was happy happy that was one cowabunga because kids don't really talk like that so you can actually see that there actually are kids like nowadays uh kids yeah because the teenagers in the in the 80s were uh, aren't the same as the teenagers from you know now so <laughs> I, I like that fact um and open up for a second season a uh, second ep- uh, movie sequel but the way things are going, it's a bit difficult because it's hard to promote when all your stars uh, can't go out and spruik your movie, which I'm assuming that's probably one of the reasons why they sort of crammed in so many stars in this. I mean, uh, no one knows who, who the people people doing the voices for the, the Turtles, but you got Jackie Chan and, and uh, John Cena and... and and uh, Paul Rudd introducing Paul Rudd, which is weird. As <laughs> I, I, th- I think this is the first time he's doing a voiceover, but I feel like that's not true. But could be an interesting trivia of them just introducing Paul Rudd as a voiceover artist. Hmm. Is maybe I don't know, uh, but his character is pretty fun. Um, yeah, so watch that. Watch that with my daughter because she likes uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, uh, I introduced her, her to them quite young, and yeah, she's actually she actually enjoyed it, so that's good. And another movie that I watched with her uh, is the the newer Pixar one, Elemental. Yeah. Oh boy, 
Um, mm. Yeah. Bit of a tearjerker. Mm. Like, bit of a tearjerker. And I was just, like, trying to be brave. <laughs> and... and and my daughter's like really transfixed into this movie. It's 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 kind of interesting actually because you can sort of tell if she's like losing interest in the movie, but she was like right there with it, and I'm happy because I like it when I like it when you like introduce like new stuff, even new stuff to yourself, which I thought is a bit bit of a bit of a gamble because I don't know I I sort of. Um, Watch the Barbie movie just to make sure that it's okay for her to watch it, and and uh, it's okay. But and she watched it, uh, the Barbie movie, and and she thought, ah, oh, it's bright, colourful. Couldn't really uh, find any faults in it. And yeah, it's a good movie to for 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 a daughter, a daughter and mother sort of outgoing thing. Not necessarily for me. I mean, that would be weird. It's like because the father in it is a bit of a bit of an idiot, <laughs> and he gets one scene, and yeah, he's absent father. I hate them. Um, no good. Yeah, so Elemental was was fun, a uh, good emotional roller coaster, and a good uh, a good um, introduction to um, uh, uh, generational trauma. Uh, and when you're first generation coming into a, essentially it is like um, a, a refugee stance into people com- coming in uh, and trying to settle up and make their own sort of thing, and and you don't really see many of them uh, like fixed for for a kids viewing, which is good because. It's it's all about metaphor, and and my daughter actually got got it, you know, and it, it was a very interesting love story as well, which you could sort of assume with the with the trailers. So yeah, it was a bit steamy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, that was basically it. I, I haven't really watched much. Uh, television, just, just uh, what we're going to talk about, and um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, oh yeah, uh, we're finished with the uh, uh, what we do in the shadows as well, because yes, it was a two-week thing, and I watched that, but I'll talk talk about that more with Kendall, I reckon. And, <laughs> but also, I will mention. Um, uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged uh, f- uh, released some Boo bits, and that's sort of their take on the Boo saga, which they flat out said, "No, oh, we're not going to do that because yeah. we left it. We we left it on a high with the Cell saga, and and them trying to like make the Boo saga like interesting is like you know what burnout, but." They they did little bits for a for a YouTuber, uh, uh, totally not Mark, and he is doing uh, each Dragon Ball Z sagas, and they go for a hefty like like almost two hour like v- adventures, starting with Dragon Ball and then 
and then Dragon Ball Z. And I think I think he's done Super and all, all that, but I haven't watched that, so I've watched them all. And he's recently released um, uh, part one of the Boo Saga, and it's all advanced up to the sacrifice of Vegeta. Uh, spoilers uh, for a twenty-something-year-old show, and <laughs> but he comes back. <laughs> Death is irrelevant in the Dragon Ball. It sure <laughs> is. So, so yeah, a bit. Uh, it it only went for like each bit like um, accumulated. It only goes for it only went for like twenty something minutes, and the segments that they that they uh, put in are, are really funny and a lot of injects to the the rest of them. Like uh, uh, Krillin calling his daughter uh, Marilyn. Uh, which is the name of his ex <laughs> ex girlfriend? Marin, yeah. Marin, <laughs> yeah. So, and they do, yeah. So I highly recommend that. Uh, and the next part two comes out maybe end of the end of the maybe in two weeks. I can't remember what he said, but coming out too. Uh, so. We'll be watching that as well and watching it all the way through and then uh, having fun. Having fun. But what we do in the shadows. <laughs> Left on a bit of a high and a lot of people coming back and basically resets the entire universe to the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall, go. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I watched I watched uh, episodes nine and ten a couple of days ago, uh, and yeah, um, yeah, very interesting end to the to this to the season. Um, I kind of loved I, it. <laughs> I did. I did. Lo- I did enjoy it quite a bit. Um, I like episode nine was funny, you know, because again, I had my my feelings about the guide validated, which was nice, but I did like the twist of of her her being like, none of you like me, so I'm going to just trap you in this mansion and pretend to, you know, this is all sham sort of thing. And like, you know, Gamma's the only one who ever cared about me. And, and then, you know, she accidentally spills the fucking beans. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was funny. That was, yeah, that episode was a bit of fun. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then the finale, just <laughs> Patton Oswalt. Yay. I, I was so happy. <laughs> Playing himself. <laughs> Playing himself. Just, <laughs> hello, yeah. Nandor, just been like, I'm going to stalk a Panera bread. <laughs> this may not be the one that Guillermo goes to, but I'm going to stalk it anyway. <laughs> and when he's got Patton, like, uh, uh, it's like, that looks a lot like Patton Oswalt. And he spoke, <laughs> and I thought, Holy shit, that's Patton Oswalt. <laughs> playing himself. Yeah, yeah. And in this universe, he dies. Yeah, I know. I was so sad too. I was so sad, but I also liked it how they used that to Fernando to be like, oh, that felt sad when I killed my friend Patton Oswalt. Maybe I should <laughs> kill my friend. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. It was so funny. I really, I really liked it. Um, and getting to see like Vandor be a bit evil vampire briefly was kind of fun. 
because um, he doesn't usually get to do that because you know he's Nando the, the relentless. <laughs> yes, because he's usually the uh, the the dumbass of <laughs> of the of the four. <laughs> um so yeah so that was fun um and like yeah the way it kind of all played out and just can i say hilarious uh the fact that they the writing on the show is so good that they managed to steer us away from the obvious answers of like oh yeah (laughs) guillermo is not turning because he has van helsing blood and did you try feeding him human blood like (laughs) <laughs> the most obvious things in the world and they did oh oh i laughed so much i was like a oh, fucking course like i can't believe that went over my head yeah that was really funny really clever um yeah and then but then you know there's they <laughs> they literally just you know i i found it so interesting that guillermo's like so this is the thing, this is what I, and this is something I, not to get off topic here, but this is a podcast called Fred and it's what we do, but um, this is something I've always thought about when I, because like I am obsessed with vampires and vampire law. I've always wondered what would happen if like someone who's on the moral straight and narrow, if they became a vampire, like depending on what universe you're talking about, do they still have that moral center or do they, or is it gone? Like, like in the Buffy universe, you have no soul if you become a vampire, so you don't have that moral center. Whereas in this universe, they seem to be playing with that. You know, you still have something. You still retain something of your former self, clearly. Um, hmm. uh, even though, like, you know, we know we we in the case of Naja, like, you know, she has her vampire self, but then she also has her human spirit, and they're two separate things, but they're also the same. So that's that's kind of interesting. But for someone like Guillermo to be to for the last thirteen years as as Nandor's familiar, to be like all I wanted in this world was to be a vampire and be with you guys forever and hang out and all of this. Did he not think about the killing part? Like, like did he not just go, "Oh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm okay with this. I'm gonna yeah, I'll I'll drink people's blood. I'll kill people. I'll you know, this is how I'm gonna live." He did. And then he becomes a vampire and is just like, oh, I can't kill anyone. I, can't, I don't want to do this. Anymore. And I'm just think I'm sitting there going, really? <laughs> I know he's, that- a self- <laughs> he's a selfless person because yeah. uh, before he was killing for, uh, for, for his master. Yes. He, he doesn't want to kill for himself. No, no. And I get that. And I, and I like that that's... But they've kind of gone with that angle because it's you know it fits his character like I'm, it's it's definitely with within character but I just for me it just if it, it only frustrated me a little just because I'm like but but you know but I suppose again it's like one of those things like I was saying before you know, are you gonna know when you get into that position what are you gonna do would you actually want to kill people or would you kill people like if you were a vampire and you had no other choice like yeah like you said killing as he's familiar is one thing but then when you have to do it to feed yourself can you bring yourself to take a life for yourself um so that's very interesting to explore but um but yeah it may it, it, it was at the end of the day it was funny and i still enjoyed it and i still liked it and um but like you said putting everything back at square one like you know <laughs> guillermo's being a, being a vampire, he's achieved the one thing he wanted. Now he's human again. Um, and we're going back to sort of how things were. And fucking bringing back Benedict Wong. 
that was that was nice. That was a nice touch. Um, and uh, and I'm glad that they found a way to keep Derek around because because um, I felt so bad <laughs> when they were like we got to yeah. we got to kill Derek and Derek's so sweet and wholesome. He's just you know he's just trying to do his thing, live his life, and yeah. And now now he's a he's a zombie. And they the fact that they brought back Tofa <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's just yeah it was good it was good um tofa yeah. you look like shit <laughs> yeah you look like shit yes i know yeah <laughs> it was great uh it was so good i feel like i'm forgetting something else but um but i think that's another anakin coming back this week <laughs> yeah uh yeah it was good <laughs> it was very good um so i enjoyed i enjoyed the end of that and i'm sad that there won't be any more to watch for probably a little while now because I think well they've got one more season in them and uh, and then they're wrapping up so um, which I think is good because yeah like like I just said they've you know Guillermo is a cheat like the overarching story of this thing was Guillermo wanting to become a vampire really so they've done that um, so now we'll just see what the aftermath of that looks like and where they go from here I'm not sure what kind of story they'll they can tell but it'll be fun to explore it as long as we get some fucking hyster- more hysterical shit i hope they bring back um is it simon fucking nick kroll's character i hope they bring him back <laughs> one more time i want to see him again and that stupid hat <laughs> and the witch's witch's hat the witch's skin hat yeah fucking hysterical um the witch's yeah. anus the witch's anus <laughs> Um, but yeah, apart from what we do in the shadows, I have not done a lot of watching of things the last couple of weeks. Um, so that's pretty much, that's, that's that. And then I, I suppose the other two things I'll mention apart from what we're going to talk about later. Um, I finished The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart, the finale of that aired last week. And, um, I probably spent the last 20 minutes just crying, (laughs) just crying. (laughs) <laughs> that it bad was, was it no no <laughs> it was <laughs> it was so it was devastating and and moving and like mostly just moving like i was just struck by the power of it of that story and the way it all kind of concluded um in a very satisfying way um i think um because it's it doesn't it, it kind of shows that we can like after whatever abuse we may suffer we can be okay we can have a life but we still have the shadow lingering over us that may swoop in at any moment so it kind of Mm. it's a it's a bit yeah it was a like it was a wholesome ending but it was also tainted with some darkness still but it was a very cathartic very cathartic ending um and i and i enjoyed that a lot but my god the show was filled with tragedy and i just Sigourney Weaver, like seriously, I mean, we all know she's she's a queen, but goddamn, I hope she gets some kind of award nomination from this, or some kind of recognition, because she is one of the best roles I've seen her play. Like, I can't even, I can't, I really can't mm. even. She, she was, oh, phenomenal. It was a beautiful, beautiful show. So, like I said, if you can handle some of the themes revolving around. Um, domestic violence uh, and abuse um oh, fun. yeah um if you can handle that stuff um you have to watch it it's it's an incredible piece of storytelling and australian television um number one it's just just fucking brilliant so could not recommend it more um and Sigourney then the other- Waver, my favorite australian actress 
Her accent got so much better by the end. I was so happy. Because <laughs> you, you were getting used to it. I think so. I think in the beginning it was a little touch and go. And then by the end, like she was sounding so Aussie. And I was like, yes. Hmm. Yes. She learned. She, she picked it up. The more time I suppose she spent in the country filming it. Because it was filmed up, up north, I think, in New South Wales or Queensland. Um, so, yeah. She was, yeah, she was good. She nailed the Aussie accent in the end. She definitely did. Um, yeah, love that. Love it. She is queen. Yes, she is queen. Uh, and then the Alien last queen. Alien queen. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. And the last thing I'll mention, um, uh, I've just finished season three of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so we're up to season four now, which is... Um, the best season of the show. Not to say that everything that comes after it is dog shit, because it's not. It's still really good. But season four, and it's funny because it is the middle of the show. It is literally where the show peaks for me in terms of its storytelling, because it's just there. Ah, it's just so good. But yeah, this is basically the season where we we get the they introduced uh, Robbie Ray as Ghost Rider, um, and did stuff with the Darkhold. So this is when the Darkhold actually was first introduced in the MCU um, because mm. at this point at this point it was still part of the canon um, so but not anymore um, not anymore not anymore so I'm looking forward to revisiting the ghost uh, the ghost writer storyline um, and then but it's the the storyline after that that uh, in season four that's the best because they do um, they also bring in LMDs life model decoys uh, and then there's this thing, I think it's, what's it called? Is it called the mainframe? I can't, or framework. No, it's the framework. They basically, we end up getting a whole arc where they go inside this other world, I guess. Uh, I can't remember how, it's been fucking years since I've seen it, so I can't remember how it happens. Basically, it, it ends up being a topsy-turvy world where Hydra was always in control and S.H.I.E.L.D. were the ones within within Hydra getting you know working away at chipping away at hydra so it re- everything is reversed so all the bad guys were good guys and the good guys are bad guys and it's just it's um it's fucking excellent so i'm really excited to watch that um but yeah agents of shield is fantastic uh yeah and that's uh that's i think about it for me i'm probably forgetting something but We'll move on, because uh, there's a whole podcast to get to. So let's dive in to the week that, well, the weeks, plural, uh, that were in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. It's nerdy news time, and unfortunately, we have to get sad for a minute or two again, as is the trend lately this year, um, because we've lost another um, another icon a little bit too soon, and that is Steve Harwell, the lead singer of Smash Mouth, passed away this week at the age of fifty six, um, as a result of uh, uh, unfortunate um, an unfortunate battle with alcohol addiction um and uh yeah um 
yeah, very shocking, very surprising. It just it kind of came out of nowhere that, you know, I think it was his publicist released a statement saying that he was in hospice care uh, and had about a week to live. Uh, and then he was he'd literally passed away the next day after that. Um, so, yeah, very, very sad. 56 is way too young. Um, and just, you know, another piece of our childhood um, dying, it, it feels like. Because, you know, um, I don't know if I can speak for the three of us, but, you know, we all kind of remember when Smash Mouth were at their peak in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, they were a fixture on Rage and video hits and here in Australia. Uh, and, uh, you know, of course, Shrek. Um, <laughs> Shrek was massive. Shrek was huge. Uh, like, probably apart from Harry Potter in 2001, it was the other gigantic movie that came out that year uh, and has endured since then. And Smash Mouth were a big part of that success. Um, their cover of um, The Monkeys I'm a Believer is uh, probably their biggest song, apart from All Star, I would say. It's pretty it's pretty huge. Um, and I, I remember like watching that video. I remember the video for All Star. I mean, All Star was featured in the movie Mystery Men as well. Um, and then Smash Mouth were also in the movie Rat Race. So they had a lot of connections to Hollywood um, at that time. They were very popular. They were very much everywhere. Um, and I even remember their first big hit, Walking on the Sun. That was a cool song. Um, mm. I like, Might I like, as well be walking on the sun. Do, yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah. It's a, that's a groove, that one. That's a, it's a good groove. Um, very iconic, um, sort of sound, uh, very recognizable, especially Steve's voice. Like, you know, he had one of those voices that when you hear it, you're like, smash mouth. You're like, you know, straight away, like one of those, yeah. he doesn't, he, he stands out in in the in the crowd like um yeah and he was very talented very talented man so it's very very sad to see that he's left this world too soon this week um but you know we've got some pretty cool memories and pretty amazing songs to listen to um to remember him by so rest in peace steve harwell um Fulia, did you have any thoughts on 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 the late steve harwell to share with us yeah, it is really sad to hear that he's uh, he's passed away, and um, I, like Smash Mouth is a band like a rock band like no other. They were very unique. They were very kind of a bit more mellow than a lot of other rock bands that you know that we all know about. Yeah, um, it was almost ska, but not ska. Yeah, yeah it's kind of kind of poppy, kind of poppy rock sort of. But it yeah. was it was it was a good version of. Uh, and I really enjoyed the music that came from them and, um, you know, growing uh, like, like you, Kendall, you know, the 90s were a great time for them. And they were always on, on our music, on the music scene here, um, Rage, MTV and all that. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like the moment they got into having their songs in movies is probably where they got a lot bigger. Um, and a lot more popular and you mm. know it is um it is very sad to to know that you know we're, we're no longer going to be getting any of that anymore um unfortunately although it's been a while since we last heard from smash mouth anyway i think um i don't know what they're um, anything more recent my my understanding is that um, Steve had actually left the band or retired due to okay. um, his failing health. He has been dealing with health issues yeah. for the past couple of years, but they replaced mm. 
they, they Smash Mouth still tour and they have a new singer. I'm I'm fairly certain that's what I read. Um, okay. So they still make music and they still tour, but yeah, it's um not the same, yeah. obviously. No, no, not really. No. So yeah, um, you know, and it is also you know very. It's a very, you know, touchy subject. You know, um, alcoholism and the fact that you know that that's it's always hard for for people to to get out of that sort of addiction. Um, mm. So um, yeah, heart goes out to his family and friends. Yeah, very sad loss. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Michael, what about yourself? Yeah, same. Um, uh, just part of the zeitgeist of our childhood, like growing up, mid two thousands, Shrek was huge, and and mm. it will live on in infamy, infamy, uh, and and when the uh, internet started kicking up, uh, definitely will go down as one one of the favorite memes. Uh, Shrek is love, but you can't have Shrek without without all uh, without all star. I mean, everyone knows it's it's quintessentially the theme of the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Everyone knows it. Everyone everyone understands it. The years start coming and they don't start coming. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> dot dot dot. And yeah, he has been battling with some demons for for years now. Um, yeah, some tragic in, he, in his life, and yeah, addiction's a bitch. And it's hard to get over. Mm. And, of course, with uh, liver failure and when you do have an addiction to, to alcohol, you, you can't really be on a transplant list. So it was sort of inedible for for his liver to either fail or, or survive. And it went the other way. So he will be missed. Hmm. Yeah, he definitely will, that's for sure. Um, all right, let's pick things up a little bit, shall we? Um but not but Yeah. <laughs> but not but not too much because we got some more delays to discuss, people. I feel like we're reliving that annoying as well, there are many annoying aspects of of the pandemic, but uh one of those annoying aspects was when we were podcasting and constantly talking about delays. I'm reliving it. Um and it's to do with Marvel. Um, oh. So, a little. Ah, what so, a surprise! What a surprise! Although <laughs> I suppose my love, my love for it is 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 starting to dwindle. Um, I won't lie. But basically, what? What? <laughs> I. This drink, cannot be. This cannot be. I say wearing a Marvel shirt and a Loki hoodie <laughs> that Folia gave me. <laughs> oh. I'm drinking I'm drinking the Kool-Aid less, but I'm still drinking the Kool-Aid. Um You can still taste it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Still- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Alright, so we've got some release date shuffles. So far, uh, for phase five, the only thing that's sticking around in its date is Loki. Uh it is sticking to its October sixth release date, which is um just under a month away from now, so I'm very excited. There was another little teaser that was released during the week um, that showed a little bit more extra footage, um, but it was like like 40 seconds, so not really worth discussing. I'll wait yeah. for another trailer if, if they put one up. 
Um, but yes, so that's that's exciting. That, however, one of the things that I thought was interesting about Phase Five is the fact that not only was Echo going to premiere basically the week or the week after, or like immediately um, Loki finishes, they were going to drop all the episodes at once. Uh, now, only one of those things is still true. They are going to keep dropping the entire season of Echo in one go um, on Disney+, Plus, but they've moved the release date from uh, November uh, for, uh, back to uh, January. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so it's... it's Two months. A couple of months, yeah. Uh, they haven't actually given us a, an actual date. They've just said January. A lot of these shuffles don't actually have dates on them. They just have kind of ballpark areas of where they're coming out. And I suppose that's to cover their asses for the for the strikes and, and, and the delays that they're facing. Uh, they don't want to have to lock in a specific time. If they just say, oh yeah, it'll be out roughly at this point, then that'll do enough, I suppose. Um, yeah, they need something for next year. Yeah, they're going to need some content. Like I think you said, you might have said that last time we recorded, Mike, because they need, mm. they need, need some stuff for, for 2025 because at the moment it's going to be a bit dry. Um... So, next up in the shifts, we've got uh, X-Men 97. So, that was supposed to actually come out this year, uh, like, now-ish, originally, back in the day. Um, but it's also uh, now being moved to early next year. Um, again, no no release date on that one. I don't even think there's, like, a... Is there a month? Yeah, I don't even know if I have a month. Apparently, it's coming out early next year. They've moved that. Um, what else do we have... Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so this is the one that kind of ticked me off a little bit <laughs> so not only have they delayed um, uh, the Agatha Harkness spin-off series again um, and it's a massive massive delay, it was supposed to come out um, I think December this year which is you know right up against Echo as well it's now not coming out until um spring next year it's going to be a whole year from now uh, until we see that so i think they're locking it in for a halloween-esque release which is a no-brainer but the the trouble with that for me is that's like three and a half years after wandavision came out <laughs> i feel like that's a little bit too much time between that but but that's just me son um, of a witch and then the other stupid thing they changed the name again no, what? Yep, we are now on our third name for this show. The first name, of course, was uh, Agatha House of Harkness, which I remember going, oh yeah, that's fine. Um, then um, at Comic-Con, I believe it was last year, 2022, uh, they when they when Kevin Feige dropped his massive phase, phase five and six thing, we all lost our minds, um, it was changed to Agatha Coven of Chaos. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool name. I mean, you didn't have to change it, but I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that. Now, we have, I would say, the worst name of the three. The show is now called Agatha Darkhold Diaries. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sounds like Charmed. It's sound, <laughs> sound, it sounds like Charmed. So the story is in the name. I, well, yeah. I, I don't like it. I think it's lazy. I get the alliteration. Mm. Every every title of this has had an alliterative title, and I think that's cool. I love that. But Darkhold Diaries, I mean, I feel like I know what we're getting. It's going to be... This is going to be a prequel series, yeah? That's my theory, because... Yeah, the, mm. the Anthology. Dark, 
Oh, oh yeah, or an anthology, I guess. The but the Darkhold's been destroyed now, um, unless this is one of those weird MCU projects that comes like like fits in between, you know, um, One Division and Multiverse of Madness. Maybe I don't know, but I feel like it's going to be a prequel now, and just the name is just it's just basic. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's Ooh, not, Look at you with the new age lingo. <laughs> <laughs> basic. basic. You're basic. Totally uh, mid. <laughs> it's very mid. 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 Anyway, mid. that's just that's just my personal feelings on it. Um, I am still looking forward to watching it when it eventually comes out because I, you know, like you guys, I'm sure, were fans of Catherine Hahn's performance in WandaVision. Um, she was very, very awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm just a bit worried about how this series is going to go now even more so than before um anyway there's more delays um um, there were other shows like ironheart and daredevil born again um and uh wonder man that have been um all kind of been shuffled around too i don't even think any of them have dates now so um yeah daredevil and ironheart they have to be announced they're supposed to be next Mm. year Um, because yeah we know i mean we know daredevil was in the middle of filming during the strikes. I'm not sure if Ironheart had actually started filming yet. Um, and Wonder Man had only just been announced, really. So, um, yeah, it's just all a bit. And then, you know, we've got the movies coming in because, you know, the Marvels are still coming out in November and then Deadpool 3 is still supposedly coming out in May. That is not happening. That is not happening. There's no way in fucking hell that movie's coming out in May. They yeah, it's have halfway not- filmed, though. They haven't finished filming it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's halfway. It's <laughs> they've got nine. They got nine months. They're not. There is no way a superhero movie is going to be finished filming, and they do. It's going to look like fucking shit. Like have some, have some faith. Have some faith. The the, the strike's going to finish by the end of September. <laughs> it will. I have hopes. Okay. And then no, they can no get hopes. back to work, and. Go fast. There is, there is, there is no hope over here. <laughs> there is no Dana, only Zool. Um. Anyway, <laughs> that's my rant about Marvel release date changes. Um, Fulia, feel free to unpack any of what I just said. What are you, what are you thinking about any of this? <laughs> um. Yeah. Look, it's um. It is quite, you know disappointing, disheartening, you know, sad, upsetting, any other adjectives place here. Uh, (laughs) Disheartenous. Disheartening. Well done. Uh, That we're getting all these, you know, shuffles and delays and it's like I had, I don't know, I kind of wasn't 100% surprised that this was all happening just because of the strikes um, you know, it's, it's inevitable. Things like this is going to happen. Um, and yeah, it was kind of hoping that it wasn't going to be to this kind of scale, but you know, it is what it is. So it's, it's not like something that we can really help if we're not going to be able to, if they're not going to, if they're not going to be able to finish it in time for the release, then I'd rather them take the time to, you know, to finalize it and polish it however the, however they need to, whatever's necessary to get it done so that it still looks good. Um, 
and just have it delayed. Like we've waited this long for a lot of these shows anyway. Like what's another who you know couple of months or whatever for them. So yeah, yeah, we got yeah. more. We got more One Piece to watch. Exactly, we've got a <laughs> massive backlog of shows and movies to catch up on. So it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. I like. I kind I kind of I kind of wish that they didn't change the name of the Agatha Harkness series because that it just sounds lame. <laughs> right? Darkhold Diaries? Like oh, what? Fuck's sake. I just I I don't understand. Why would you like I I kind of like the idea of it being Coven of Chaos because it just meant that you're not sh- you're not sure what was going to happen. You, you like it, it gives you it sort of gives you an i like a, a rough idea of what it might be about but then you know dark hole diaries is literally saying it's gonna be journals or diary entries or whatever you know the, the, that's what every episode's gonna be and i'm like mm, i don't know i i like i like the mystery of it being coven of chaos it was yeah it was interesting mm-hmm. um and it connected so, yeah. to like the whole chaos magic thing Exactly, exactly. Like, it, it kind of made sense in a way, and I just, yeah, I don't like the fact that it's just gone back to, we're going to talk about the Dark Hold now, so let's put it in the title. <laughs> yeah, let's bring just, back this book from the dead. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. Book of the and, dead? Uh, <laughs> Get Sam Raimi back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I just, on that, on that, Michael, did you hear that uh, apparently? The rumor? A, the rumor, yeah. <laughs> that, that Sam Raimi is going to do which one was it? Secret Wars. Secret Wars, yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd rather someone else do it, but I do love Sam Raimi, so True. I I like I like this I'd like someone to do who knows how to do ensembles. And yes. I've never seen a good ensemble like team up movie by Sam Raimi. He he likes to do like like fixed yeah protagonists, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people. Oh, that means he can get he can get Spider Man. We get Tobey Maguire back. It's, it's gonna be more than just fucking Spider Man. Come on, come on. Get get the Russos back. <laughs> or I don't know. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be crazy if they get James Gunn? <laughs> and that's, he had, that's not happening. And he has another movie to. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a gun off. Yeah. Hmm. You got Gun Secret Wars and you got Gun uh, uh, Justice League. A good one this time. <laughs> a good one, yes. yes. I, um, I need to butt in quickly and say I forgot to mention that um, the second season of What If was also delayed. It's. Um, it's supposed to come out. It's supposed to already be out, but it's coming out around Christmas time, apparently. Hmm. So, it was meant to come out, but what if it didn't? Yeah, what if it didn't? <laughs> um, Michael, your thoughts on all of this Marvel nonsense? Yeah, it is nonsense. Uh, <laughs> they need something for the 2024 slot, and and then they're going to be playing catch up. Uh, but it's all to do with the strikes and, uh, there's a lot of movement within the strikes of what's going on. 
It's more to do with uh, each individual companies coming to the table because they're not talking. Yeah. Uh, but there are cer- certain grumblings of, well, if we just break away and just like um, Neon and uh, A24 have have said, yeah, we'll do that. And now, um, they're, uh, and now they're still doing stuff and also being promoted as well because they said yes. But they're more indie uh, companies, uh, so, well, did you hear about AMC? AMC? Yeah, they they struck a some kind of deal where they're going to allow, um, uh, I can't remember if it was one of the Walking Dead spinoffs, some other show, and then the um, uh, season two of Interview with the Vampire. They're like made a deal to let those shows film. Oh, so, I didn't hear that one. No. Yeah, yeah. So that's. But I don't watch them anyway. So there's too many Walking Deads. Too many walk. Yes, correct. I, s- I saw I, like I completely dipped out after like fourth season or something. It's like ah, okay. And I read a TikTok. Uh, read a TikTok. I saw a TikTok. <laughs> I read it. I wrote it. Uh, I read this description. Um, and they were talking about the best way of watching Walking Dead as a canonical thing. There are stupidly so many shows. The yeah. dead need to stop walking. <laughs> <laughs> Let them die already. <laughs> Let the dead die. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought it was all the same show. Because there's like fear of the dead. And there's there's like spinoffs. And it's like, oh my God. I'm so glad I dipped out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Takes a w- yeah, apparently, the dead don't die. No, not in this <laughs> universe. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, what was I saying? Yeah. So. Mm. And the thing about the the Marvel stuff, uh, no doubt they're sort of regrouping, seeing what they can salvage, and then, yeah. And then mm, word, word is now that uh, Disney Plus and Hulu are upping their prices, even though they haven't yep. worked on anything for months. No. And, and then I, I saw something that apparently Warner Brothers are about to lose 500 million bucks or something. Well, Savlov yeah. says, oh, this is the best thing because we're not paying for anything. That's because you're basically... You're reducing everything, and you're going to sell it off. Uh, he's not—he's not creative. He's a fucking oh, bull in a china shop. Yeah. Uh, you That's know, great. break it down, sell it off for parts. Yeah, dismantling the entire thing is like, what has he got to lose? Yet he's ca- also come out and said, I think it was him, wasn't it? That was like, oh, we haven't used our existing IP enough. He's like, we need, we've got Harry Potter, we've got Lord of the Rings, we've got DC, we need to use them more. We haven't. Yeah, that was them. months ago. <sighs> Where the big, before it was like the big tent pole was Harry Potter, Lego, and DC. That was going to be the huge tent pole for for WB. Mm. And then, and then. They lapsed the copyright for 
for Lego because people weren't watching it. Like, uh, after, especially after the sec- second Lego movie, and then and then Monjango, whatever that was. Ninjago, yeah. Yeah, people didn't watch it. It's like, well, it's not a big, big brand, really. Mm. Uh, and then and then yeah, and Harry Potter, you know, with said what's the problem with Harry Potter and DC is also constantly rebooting itself so at the at the moment they've got nothing and then you could sort of see the writing on the wall when the, when you saw Space Jam New Legacy hmm. it's like, you know what people really love our IPs why don't we just chuck it all in the same <laughs> movie <laughs> Hey, check it out. We it's, it, we make a reference to Casablanca. <laughs> How many kids know what the fuck Casablanca is? <laughs> the only reason why I know about Casablanca is because I did a media studies class. And I have not watched it ever since. <laughs> My God. <laughs> this, is what, this is what the kids want. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Life's going shit. Stick to physical media. Oh, oh wait. Yeah, Disney. Thanks. Uh... <laughs> Speaking of physical anyway, media, let's talk about something positive. It? I just can I just say, America's getting the Disney Plus shows, Marvel shows, and 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 Star Wars shows, and we're not. No. What? No. Because we're, we're a small country. It's it's so it's so mind boggling for them to be like, oh, we're not making enough money on physical media in Australia and New Zealand, so we'll just cut ties. And then they're like, here, yeah, you can finally have Wonder Vision and Loki season one and the Mandalorian. I'm just like, what, 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 what? what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Netflix has been doing that for years. Uh, yeah, Netflix Netflix has just stopped releasing stuff physically now. Uh, at least mm. in Australia. I, mean, I don't know about overseas, but here they don't release... Like, Stranger Things was never on DVD, ever. Never. And they've just never done anything else. Like, The Crown... I think The Crown, sorry, is, like, the only Netflix show I think I've seen that they still put out mm. on DVD. And they know their audience because they know that most people who watch The Crown are middle-aged and above. Um, Old funny daddies, with the exception of us, of course. <laughs> How does um, the internet work? <laughs> yeah, so they, yeah, so they're like, oh, no one's gonna watch it unless we make it physically, and it sells. It fucking the crown is one of our biggest DVD sellers. Every time a season comes out, it flies off the fucking shelf. So that's mm. a, that makes sense. I and mean, Stranger Things would have sold like fucking hotcakes if they put that on DVD, but no, we're not going to. And I'm just gonna have people look at me like I'm a fucking idiot when I'm at work, going, "Why don't you have it?" I'm like, mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, I'm ranting now. I have it. <laughs> yeah, you know I feel really you're paying for you. You know what's really great about Stranger Things? They haven't worked on the fifth season, and we're still waiting for the, you know, writer strikes and all that, uh, and the actor strike. We're not going to get the fifth season. It's going to be a huge time jump. It's going to be in the 90s. I'm sorry. These kids are going to be like 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no i yeah you make a very good point you make a very good point there's yeah whatever plans they had they're surely they're gonna have to alter them like yeah 
anyway, we should really move on. Um, yes. <laughs> because we have one more thing, believe it or not, to talk about in the news. See, I told Dustin you we- is going to be wearing a <laughs> Jurassic Park t-shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, and this like, is not salty. It's going to be... No, it's going to be in fucking college. They're going to be in college together. Somewhere. Oh, my God. Anyway... One more thing. I told, like I said, I told you we'd ma- managed to make one hour stretch to three. Um, our last item in the news, uh, and this is pretty cool for gaming fans of the of the show and the gamers on the show, in, fo- uh, in particular, Fulia, um, because it was announced this week that the uh, very popular, very successful video game Stray is going to be adapted into an animated feature. Meow meow. Um, <laughs> meow meow. <laughs> um, <laughs> This is cool. I um, I mean, I haven't played the game, um, but I have heard all of the good things about the game. I don't really know what the story is, but I kind of have an idea of the setting. Um, and I've seen, like, you know, clips of the game and uh, and, and artwork and stuff and, and, like, how kind of, like, a kind of really cool world that they've sort of created within the game. So it's definitely, uh, there's definitely potential for a really solid feature to come from it. Um, it's also being made by the same people who made um, Nimona on Netflix. Um, so it's the same company. It's um, the animation, the brand new animation division um, out of um, Annapurna. Um, so it's um, Blue Twelve Studio. So they, yeah. So uh, and it's actually led by dudes who used to work for Disney. So now they run their own thing. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and yeah, Nimona. Like John Blue, they escaped. Yes, like Don, good old Don Bluth. Um, yeah, so by all accounts, Nimona was pretty cool. I remember Mike, you talked about it and said it was said it was a good movie. Um, but, yeah, um, aesthetically, but yeah. it was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be cool to see what they can make of this of this story um, and this this world. So I'm definitely going to be watching it. That's for sure. Um, Fulia, you must be very happy about this news. I am very excited for this. <laughs> I actually played through the game uh, live on stream and it was, it's such an interesting story. The fact that you can, you play as a cat in a, like an apocalyptic sort of world where this world is, the, there's no humans in it. It's literally just robots. Um, and it's amazing that there's still some like living, there's still like life in this world, uh, even though the cat is the only living animal that you see in this game. Um, but there's like, there's still trees, there's still plant life of some sort, but it's majority of this world is metal and technology and just machinery and all that sort of stuff. And the only other living thing that is in this world um, are out to kill anything else that's living. <laughs> um, so robots have they, taken over the take over the world. Yeah, um, but it's it's just it's really interesting because spoilers for those of you who haven't actually played this game. At the beginning of the game. The cat that you play as starts off at the top of, like, above this world with living things, with other cats. But unfortunately ends up falling and into this world 
underground, which is just full of robots and machinery. It's really amazing. Um, I kind of, I kind of liked the the idea of this being a movie. So the fact that we hope we're going to be getting this particular this this cat's point of view in in the film, um, I kind of. Yeah, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to it. It just, it looks really good. Um, just from playing the game, I'm not sure whether they're going to stick with the same form of animation as it is in the game. They might change it up for the movie. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. It's going to be good. And there's going to be lots of cute kitty moments. <laughs> Because when you play as the cat, you get to do the cat things like scratch couches and, and nap and and stretch and, you know, all that sort of stuff and knock things off counters and, and tables and whatnot. So it's going to be good. <laughs> Kill native um, birds. <laughs> I had a question. Um, and I'm yes. just going to say it while I think of it. Otherwise, I'll forget. Um, do you think, because like in the game, I'm guess like the cat doesn't speak. It's just a cat, right? No. So yep. do you reckon they'll keep that for the movie or they'll give him a voice? So the, you don't get it. The cat doesn't speak. However, the cat, the little backpack that he wears in the game, it has a little droid in it that comes out and helps to translate what's being said by the oh. robots. Oh, okay. So that you as the cat understands what they're saying. Okay, that's cool. So, and does that robot has a voice, I'm guessing? That robot has a voice, yes. Okay, all right, that's cool. That's cool, I like yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah, it'll definitely follow those two characters. The cat being the main protagonist, but the robot is going to be somewhat the focus because in the game this robot has lost its memories and you have to go and find its memories because it's a human that uploaded its memories into this little system. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So it's actually really cool. That is cool. Johnny yeah. Depp. <laughs> mm. Um, Michael, what are you, what do you think about this news? Did you play the game? No, but I know of it. Um, and a lot of my friends liked it because uh, they are cat people and I am a dog person, so I am not going to watch this. Uh, I'm not a cat person, but I enjoyed the game regardless. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're cat by curious, so. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, um, yeah uh, I did know about the AI computer pack, but. Uh, I thought it would have been interesting if they did a complete quote-unquote silent film uh, and all you get is visual cues of, of the... Well, of the, the robots actually talk too, So, yeah, but yeah, the thing yeah. is, because they speak in their their mech language, you, they need something to translate it. Yeah, so. Binary. 11011100011111. I just swore then. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that voice is going to be um, Chris Pratt. Because it's always going to be Chris Pratt. He does Mario. He does no. Godfrey. Oh, boy. No. Here we go again. No. Yeah. Or he calls no. it. It's... Either that or Seth Rogen. 
You know who I would love to hear as that little bot? Poor ben right. Schwartz. Uh, ben Schwartz. Oh, Ben Schwartz would be fun. Well, or, is, um, the ro- yeah. is the robot blue? It's got to be blue, though. Mm, no, I think it's white. Yeah. That's, that's a shame. How about... Only Ben Schwartz does blue characters. <laughs> he does Sonic, he does Leonardo, and he does Dewey. How about Alan Tudyk? Heck yeah. Yes. Alan Tudyk, for sure. Yeah. I haven't heard him much. <laughs> At least speaking English. <laughs> He'll probably play the cat. He <laughs> would do the meows. Yeah. Oh, no. D. Bradley Baker is the cat. Hey. Yep. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> done. All right, shall we move on out of the news? Yeah, sure. We got Skip. some trailers to talk about. Uh, let's go meow. Let's go Shut meow. Up, yeah. There's already a movie called Strays out at the moment. Watch that. Uh, yeah, that's going to be it's confusing. Got, it's got dogs. Naughty yes. dogs. Naughty dogs. All right, it's time to roll on up to the trailer park, shall we? Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Alrighty. It's trailer park time. We got four trailers this week to talk about. Uh, starting. Four. Got them. Four. Four. Got them. Four. Uh, starting with um, our first trailer for a movie called The Bike Riders, um, which I will say is. Also a title I don't like. <laughs> the Bike Raiders. The Bike Raiders. Ew, I feel like the movie is... Sounds in... so childish. Yeah. We like ride the... bikes. The movie is way, <laughs> way more interesting than its name makes it out to be. So mm. I don't... Yeah. But anyway, what I'm sure I'll get over it. Um, because, uh, I mean, everyone knows that I'm I'm watching this movie. Like, right? There is no question. Um, because we have... we Not only do we have Tom Hardy... Not only do we have Austin Butler, we also have Jodie Coma, and I'm just like, this cast, this cast is <laughs> chef's kiss. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> satisfies my uh, my urges. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> calm down now. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> I love, I love, I want to marry Jodie Coma. I'm sorry, I can't help it. She's gorgeous and an amazing talent. Um, and All right, then- fuck, marry, kill. Uh, let's- <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you oh, opened it up for that. Come on. No, 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 that's that's easy. <laughs> That's easy. Marry Jodie Comer, oh. fuck Austin yep. Butler, and kill Tom Hardy. <laughs> oh, come but, on. But it's Tom Hardy with Venom. Oh. You don't have a chance. Does that change anything? <laughs> well, I can't kill him, can I? <laughs> I no. Know. Oh, yeah, that might... And, that if might you fuck, and if you fuck Venom with Eddie Brock, you know, it, it's a threesome. Yeah, sorry, Austin. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) What a sacrifice. What a sacrifice. What a sacrifice. The greater good. Um, Anyway, so the bike riders. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This looks like it's, uh, yeah, as the trailer says, it's based on uh, true events. Uh, So, um, or it's inspired by true events. So that's, um, that's cool. Um, 
I'm, I've, you know, I've watched Sons of Anarchy, so I kind of have a broad strokes idea of what, you know, at least modern bikey life, even if it is highly dramatized, is like. Um, and this movie is, you know, not set now. It's, it's in the 60s. Um, so I'm interested to see uh, a biker movie set in that kind of framework, I suppose. That should be fun. Um, and, and yeah, and just cool to see Austin Butler, like, you know, what he's doing after to Elvis. You know, n- you know we, we have to wait for Dune Part 2 to see him in that. Um, but to see him in this movie where he just kind of gets to look like himself um, and talk like himself. I was lis- I don't know about you guys, but I was listening the whole time. I'm like, does he have the Elvis voice still here? Is the uh-huh. Elvis is the Elvis voice? I kind of was too. Don't worry. I yeah, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, his character to me doesn't even feel like. I feel like I'm. He's just nice to look at at this point with this trailer for me. I, I, his character didn't really draw me in. It was more Jodie Comer's character. I suppose she's the one narrating this thing. She's the one like it's like feels like she's being interviewed for something about events that have previously happened. Um, and Tom Hardy's role is sort of the, like, the leader of this gang or, or like, the, you know, the corrupt sort of um, figure that seems to be influencing Austin Butler's character. I find him quite intriguing. Um, so, yeah, it looks, it looks like it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun ride. Pardon the pun. Um, and I'm, yeah, I can't wait to see it. So, this was a cool trailer. It didn't, it, it showed a lot, but it didn't go overboard. Um, and it was, it was, it was well cut together, I thought. So, yeah. Uh, Fulia, um, are you as thirsty as me <laughs> over this movie? <laughs> or are you... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's, no, it's just, no. You, it's just you, Kendall. Go away. Yes, it um, is. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your thoughts? Um, I feel like this is sort of going on a... If it's, if it's kind of from taking from live events or like, like a inspiration from true events um i feel like this might be a maybe a hell's angels sort of a scenario potentially mm-hmm. um and because a lot of these bikey gangs have like started up like many many years like decades ago and you know i can i can see how that could be an inspiration for this for this particular movie um i'm I'm not sure how keen I am on watching this, to be honest. I, I've never watched Sons of Anarchy, so I, I don't know whether I'd be that interested in watching this particular movie. Um, I mean, it looks, like, in terms of its cinematography and stuff, like, visually it looks really nice. Um, and just the setting and the and the costumes and whatnot uh, is really cool. Uh, the, the story itself, though, I don't know, it just doesn't really... Doesn't, pique my interest to be honest uh, i'm not sure that i'll be watching this one hmm yeah that's fair enough that's fair enough the, Aus- Aus- the power of austin couldn't grab you for this not even tom hardy not even tom hardy <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately even unfortunately. though he, even though in this instance i feel like the tom hardy's character not so much the forefront uh in this movie so no I think austin butler's is going to be the the main the main character in this, including yeah. Jodie Comer's. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Um, all right, Michael, what do you think of this trailer? Um, yeah, 
huge props to the cinematography. It looks uh, very stylized and and being a like period piece as well. It, it definitely looks very interesting. It doesn't have the sort of cliche sort of look of what the sixties are. It's sort of more of a gritty ta- take, more of a they're trying to go for a lone rider sort of aspect, even though that was seventies, but it is close to it. And it also reminds me of a, uh, an Australian movie called Stoned, which is uh, like the start of uh, like uh, someone trying to enter a um, an Australian uh, uh, bikey gang of a made up made up bikey gang because. It was loosely based on like the uh, like the angels coming over to Australia and all that. So, yeah, um, I like the people who are in it. Will I watch it? It's probably not on the top of my list. Uh, but yeah, Tom Hardy for the win. Uh, Austin Butler. I haven't I haven't seen him in much, to tell you the truth. And uh, yeah, the big one being Elvis. It's like everything sort of uh, uh, sort of is from from Elvis' perspective, and being being the young buck, you know, he he could play that. So this is coming out maybe later this year, some point. Yeah, yeah, yep. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go uh, go watch Stone. It's on it's on DVD at at umbrellaentertainment.com. Yes, recommend Australian stuff. All right. Our next trailer is a teaser trailer for an upcoming series um and that is Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Um I, I know Michael's excited about this one. I'm I'm not hundred percent sure because i just don't it's in the skull island universe we might see a glimpse of your man we might see a glimpse of my man and i would be ecstatic um that would be amazing because i would really like to know what happened to to his character after that movie he died um, of old age. Don't he worry. died. He died of old age. <laughs> I still, I still like the theory I had before. Um, was it Godzilla, King of the Monsters came out? Or was that that was number two? That was before, number two. Yeah. Yeah. Before that came out, and Charles Dance was in it, and I had this theory that he was playing Tom Hiddleston's character, but older, um, because they fucking he fucking looks like he could be an old Tom Hiddleston, and um, <laughs> I was wrong. Um, that's just my headcanon. Anyway, um, this, yeah, look, this series, this trailer, it was an interesting tease. I mean, it, it, we got, you get a glimpse of the monster at the end, of course. That was a really kind of, that was a very scary shot at the end. I really liked how kind of unsettling it is of like, you know, you've got your, your character right there in the frame and then Godzilla's in the background looming over and then just like turns around to like face where this person is standing. Like that was a really cool shot. I mm. really like I really liked that. I thought that was well executed. And and for a series and I know it's made by Apple but and it's got obviously the I'm guessing legendary have produced this because they've produced all the other uh, Godzilla Warner Brothers as well. Um, yeah, so they own the copyright of the Godzilla from the West. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so there's a lot of money that's gone into it. So it's really nice to see that um 
they're, it's it visually it looks in continuity um, with with the films because you know sometimes when you know you get TV series based on movies or expanded from movies they don't always hold up in terms of the visual effects and it's nice to see that this is not the case. Um, the only thing that has me really intrigued and interested apart from the fact that they seem to be going into some stuff that was referenced in Kong Skull Island with John Goodman's character. Um, we're getting freaking um, Kurt and Wyatt Russell playing the same character at different points. Um, I think that's fucking cool. I really like that a lot. I think that's just brilliant. Um, and, you know, obviously makes a whole ton of sense because Wyatt looks so much like his dad. Mm. Um, so I think that's a lot of fun. And and honestly, the, you know, the shady dealings of Monarch seem to be something that they haven't really had the chance to go into in the movies yet like they've hinted at certain things um i think i then again i haven't seen all of the movies i've only seen um they do they're, they're a, a big play in uh, the versus uh, movie yeah i vaguely remember a little bit of that i have i have seen that um right. and i didn't it it, it not it didn't it kind of went in and out again cuz i was just kind of I didn't. It was, yeah, it's just a popcorn leave your brain at the door movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, sto- <laughs> the story opinion. is like ah, but uh, but you're, you're there for the big big spectacle of the yeah. The, the spectacle the, they delivered on the spectacle they they definitely did. Um, but yeah, I, so I'm intrigued by this series, um, but I'm just not sure I'm gonna watch it. And mostly because yeah, I'm not invested in this franchise as um, some other people are. But you know, I hope it's. I just hope it's good. I I hope it's a good. It's a good show. Um, that's all I can really say. Um, yeah, Fulia, what did you what did you make of the trailer for Monarch? You won't be surprised. I'm not going to be watching this. Yeah. <laughs> boo, boo, boo to you. Boo to me. <laughs> um, look, I don't know. I was just a bit meh about this particular year. The trailer. I was just like, eh. Bit basic. It doesn't, it doesn't bit really mid. interest me. It's just, it's me. <laughs> No, um, I like I'm not really into the whole, um, you know, the Godzilla and the and the, the the Kong and kind of monster movies. So I'm, I this is definitely not catered to me. So, um, I mean, it looks cool, but um, yeah, just not not my, not my kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair enough. And it seems like, according to IMDb, uh, over a thousand people are not looking forward to this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the the hype meter's kind of going down <laughs> for this particular show. It's going down, down. Yeah. yeah, suppose you'll all find out sooner or later. But you know, it's it's the internet. <laughs> Have you seen that news article about Rotten Tomatoes? How um, uh, reviews have been bought and paid for? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh uh, boy. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm validated by my by my stance on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. that's fair. That's make fair. up your own make up your own mind. Watch it. Watch a movie. Uh so my turn, sorry. 
Yes, please go. Go, Michael. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm right. excited to hear your, your enthusiasm for this one. Well. <laughs> well. I'm a big fan of these monster movies. They're, they're, they're my Fast and Furious sort of uh, tickle that uh, endorphin. It's like, ah, this is so cool. It's got lore, stupid lore, but <laughs> gravity doesn't work that well. <laughs> Hollow Earth. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and the big Kongs and the big, um, and, and the big uh, Kaijus everywhere. Having said that, I'll probably not watch this either. Um, basically, my, my stance is, yeah, it's a TV show about, about Monarch, but I'm a bit worried that that shot with Godzilla is probably the only shot of him in the entire TV show. Because that yeah, boy is expensive. Okay. <laughs> and it, it's cool that they're dealing with t- uh, different time in, in between. And another thing that uh, is working against it is I don't have Apple Plus. And I don't have an incentive to go watch it. Really? Okay, fair enough. Well, I mean, I, I have Apple. I can give you my... I can give you my password if you want. No, we're not supposed to do that anymore. <laughs> Disney doesn't do that anymore. Disney doesn't do that anymore. Well, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. They they will be. Give us more money and you can watch movies and television that we're not doing. Yep. Ha. So this is coming out obviously on Apple but who cares when because no one's going to see it and it's going to be one season and that's it and then you can yep. buy it on Blu-ray yep it's uh, yeah, going to be a thing actually it, it may not even come out on Blu-ray because same, same with the other streamers it's uh, app, not everything on Apple has come out physically either so oh, yeah sucks it's all very shit so um, I can't put it next to my guys. Where's my guy? Where's my I guy? guy? I went to oh. Uh, yep. Any okay. who's it's. Um, we've got uh one more trailer. Two more trailers. God, I'm losing my fucking mind. Um, two more trailers to talk about. Our next trailer is uh for a movie called Quiz Lady, um, which looks pretty fun. Um, I hope, I hope this one's good because, you know, you've got uh, Sandra O oh and Aquafina uh, in the, in the lead roles. Oh, hello, Michael. I see your, uh, very cool Godzilla poster. That's cool. It's the first time I went to IMAX. Oh, was it? Yeah. Can't pass that up. Hell yeah. Very good. Um, yes. So, yes, Quiz Lady, um... Aquafina, Sandra O oh playing sisters. Oh. Um, and, <laughs> oh. Um, and yeah, it looks looks like a bit of a bit of fun. Um, you know, Aquafina's the 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 straight one and Sandra O's oh the uh, the crazy zany one. Um, and I kind of am enjoying Sandra O's oh performance. It's very over the top but not to an annoying degree and I've never seen her play a character like this before. So it's kind of cool to see her really lean into her comedic talents that she has, because she is very funny. Um, 
and yeah so i kind of i kind of like that and i also kind of like the the premise is, is 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 interesting it was the trailer was cut together very weirdly because it starts with like them thinking their mum is dead but then it takes a left turn into like you owe us money we have your dog now you need to get us money and then they're and they figure out a way to get it and it's because aquafina's character is like really good at trivia um so i can relate to that um so that's uh that's interesting um and then whatever journey they have to take for her to get on the show and <laughs> the hijinks they get up to so i yeah i don't know if this movie will be good but it the trailer was all right it looked i i laughed i laughed quite a bit i just yeah i don't know i kind of i'm here for here for the performances of the two leading ladies in this one and how they're going to bounce off each other i think that's going to be the difference in in this movie hopefully in terms of uh, how good it is because um, yeah I'm not entirely sold on this on the, the plot but um but yeah it might be a good time we'll see um Fulia what did you think of this yeah it does look like a bit of fun um I I kind of laughed at some of the moments in this trailer as well so uh it'll be it'll be interesting in terms of the the movie itself uh how it turns I honestly did not think that Sandra O oh was the sister. I thought she was the mother. Yeah, no, they. The, that's that's one problem I have with the movie is that it's Sandra O oh is a lot older than Aquafina. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's a kind of you have to kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit if you know that um, mm. to accept that they're sisters. But um, no, yeah. but even even if you don't know it, it just in terms of the look of it, just I just I can't I, I don't buy her being the sister. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an auntie, but not a sister. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um but in saying that, like it looks it just yeah, just looks like it's gonna be hilarious. Sandra O oh is funny. Um Aquafina is this is an interesting role for her because I don't think she's played uh, this kind of serious character before, or not that I've seen anyway. Um, mm. she Straight laced has... character, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it'll be interesting to sort of um, see her performance in this particular movie in terms of being the the smart the smart person um, as the smart protagonist, I should say. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I might I might check this one out, but you know. The the trailer hasn't completely sold me, so I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. Yes, we shall see. Michael, what did you make of this one? Um, yeah, it looks like a bit of fun, as people have been saying. Uh, definitely funny. Uh, good, uh, good date film, I reckon. Um, and not necessarily something to write home about because. Uh, like comedy movies aren't doing too great so there hasn't been one that's like smashed out of the park but this this looks like it'll it'll do for a bit so yeah I I quite like it good nice uh, it's coming out it's coming out it's coming out I don't think it's coming out yeah hopefully it fills the um the void of the funny quota the funny quota exactly that's what we we will be hoping for that is for sure um cool well um on that note 
we do have now one more trailer to talk about. Um, and that is uh, for, well, it's our first teaser, I believe, for the long-awaited Chicken Run sequel, Dawn <laughs> of the Nugget. Mm. Um, now, um, I... I, as much as I have always wanted a sequel to Chicken Run, I really should just argue that this movie doesn't need to exist. <laughs> um, <laughs> and watching this trailer has kind of affirmed that for me a little. I mean, I know it's Ardman, obviously, and they do a really good job with a lot of their films. Like, I haven't really seen a bad Ardman movie, to be honest. Um, you know, they're one of the best animation houses in the world for a reason. Um, and they bring that lovely British quality to to the cinema, I suppose. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping there'll be some some good stuff in here. But like the the original Chicken Run is just like I still quote it with with people I know like all the time. Um, like it's it's got a special place um, in my childhood. That that first movie, it's just it's so funny. It hold it just it holds up. Um, and it's, you know, nearly 25 years old. So, um, but this trailer is interesting because, okay, so, so neither, um, Julia Swaller and Mel Gibson are coming back to reprise their roles, um, as the two leads. Um, and that's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. I suppose in the case of Mel Gibson, it's definitely fine that he's not coming back, but we'll move on from that. Um, but in this trailer that we we hear we hear Rocky he doesn't speak he doesn't have any lines but we hear him and he sounds like Mel Gibson but it's actually Zachary Levi doing the voice so that's interesting um apart from that uh, I mean the fact that they kind of brought it into a very modern take of like you know um this whole this like super advanced factory uh, you know that they're breaking into to stop, and then they end up. I like the I like the reveal at the end of them finding out that what's her face is is back. I've forgotten her bloody name. Um, and um, is it Creedy McCready? I think it's something like that. Mm, um, McCready's yeah. pies. Yes, or Tweedy. Oh, is it Tweedy? Creedy. Tweedy. Mrs. Tweedy. Actress McCready. 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 Thank you. Um, yes. McTweedy. Uh, <laughs> Between um yeah it's co- it, it's a cool to see that she's back i wish they'd kind of maybe saved that for the movie instead of the trailer but i get why they put that in the trailer because it's a nice little sting on the end to be like ooh, you know she's back in business and now she's you know making nuggets it seems i guess i don't know um <laughs> what sort of nuggets <laughs> <laughs> veal nuggets veal nuggets uh, yeah, so I might I might give it a watch. Um, I again, too. I probably think that maybe this movie's not going to be maybe not be made for us. Um, it's going to be made. I'm like I'm worried it's going to be made for the ki- like the kids today, which obviously makes sense because kids movie. But I'm really hoping it meet it marries the two of like nostalgia for us with like bringing that bring the charm that we loved about the first movie into this and aiming certain jokes and certain character beats at us instead of kids 
um, and just doing both of that, I guess. I don't know if that'll be the case, but um, I just want it to be good. If it's bad, if it gets bad reviews, I'll be very upset because I don't want it to taint the legacy of the original. My That's childhood. But I suppose it will always have the original film, and I can just go back and watch that. So that's yeah. uh, that's 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 all for me. Cut your losses and watch the original. Exactly, exactly. It it's sense. not like it's Disney and they're trying to get rid of it behind a vault. Yeah. Oh, the vault. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive. Um. Anyway, Fulia, what did you think of this? Uh, you, are you? Have you seen the original film? I think I have. I can't remember. Okay. I'm pretty sure I have, but it's been a very long time since I last watched it, so it's probably why I'm not remembering it well. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably, I will definitely do a rewatch if I end up seeing this. Um, but in saying that, it's stop animation. It's claymation. I, it's admin. I, I love their work. Um, I might actually end up seeing this regardless, um, whether it's, you know, getting any kind of, you know, good or bad reviews. So, um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'd be, I'm still looking forward to watching it. It just looks like it's going to be some good fun. Um, and you know, good nostalgia of the same kind of style as what you remember with the animation. Um, and yeah, we've got some really notable um, voice actors in this too. So as you've already mentioned, Zachary Levi. Um, we've also got Bella Ramsey coming in. Uh, we've got Miranda Richardson. Um, we've got David Bradley, <laughs> Imelda Staunton, Daniel Mays. Like, you know, it, it looks like it's going to be a really cool cast. Um, and yeah, I, I just feel like it's just going to be one of those, you know, leave your, leave your raid at the door popcorn kind of animation movie <laughs> yeah maybe yeah uh... yeah just just have some fun that's all fun mm. yeah fun times um yes. very good yes um michael what about you how are you feeling about this this trailer i'm a bit worried yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. First one, obviously, it's a classic, and I just like the premise of uh, her, the Great Escape, but with chickens. Yeah. <laughs> so what's this movie about? Dawn of the a Nugget doesn't really in. give you anything. Mm. It's an infiltrate movie. So is it? Is it Mission Impossible? What? What is it? <laughs> what are they what making fun about? <laughs> yeah, so I'm worried. Because um, the first one was very sort of based in reality. I mean, that's what made the third act so great of them making a giant flying machine <laughs> to get out of there. It, it's it's sort of like the Ghostbusters thing. It's like you start with the mundane and and the easy to digestible stuff, and then you ramp it up into the third act where it just goes absolutely bananas of a four forty foot marshmallow man walking down the main street of 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 New York <laughs> uh, with a with a portal in the sky, uh, the original portal in the sky. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. So. So I'm a bit worried of what they're going to do with this. Like, 
uh, I can give a take of the voice voice, uh, voice artists with that, and it definitely sounds like it's stacked to the gills with, you know, like top British guys and gals. I mean, except for Zachary Levi, he's obviously playing an American rooster. Why not? And but when they're infiltrating and they're they're going through, uh, going through like the, uh, I'm I'm really hoping that's like a. Uh, uh, a fantasy of like the moles and the du- ducks with laser eye focus is like that's not what the original was really uh, like this high tech thing I mean automation is a thing and you could sort of see that with the original but this is in the realms of impossibility and hmm. I did, and I'm a bit worried about that uh, and yeah I'm I'm a bit worried. Doesn't mean I'm not going to watch it, because yeah, I enjoyed the first one, and uh, and I do have children, so whack it on. See see how I like it, and if I don't like it, then I then every time they ask, can we watch this one? It's like no, you watch the original one. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) The first one or not at all. (laughs) First one's classic. Yes, classic. Classic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so this is coming out, and I might see it or not. I might enjoy it. Maybe. Yep. Not. I don't. Mm. Mm. Mm, pretty much. Mm. Yes. All righty. I don't want um. to be a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like garlic aioli. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't like sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> I don't want to be a nugget. I've never been to Worcester. <laughs> All done. All done. Let's crack on to our final segment. It is time for the moment, the spot, the thing, the place, the event. In the show we like to call. Ow! 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 Pop God culture. (laughs) 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 All right, it's popcorn culture time, and we have a big segment, um, but we're going to try and smash through it because we're already approaching two hours. So, mm. Mm, so why don't we just <laughs> cut out the the flack and just go straight to the end? <laughs> yeah, because that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> Pretty much, that's like all I want to talk about. Well, look, to be honest, the fir- I what the first episode <laughs> they they get into a ship, they go to go to the place, and then next episode. Yeah, I literally look. I literally was gonna say I don't really have a lot to say about episode three because I didn't like it much. Um, it was mm. a, it was a non episode. Um, like it just it shot. I mean, yeah, I kind of liked. It, we got a little bit more of Ahsoka and Sabine interacting and them, and you know, and just Hu Yang calling them on their shit, which I thought was good. Um, but apart from that, even the like even the dog fight in that was fucking lackluster in my opinion. I didn't really, I didn't really like it. Um, but yeah, the only cool thing about episode three, I think, was seeing the um, the space whales um, at mm. the end. That was that was yeah. the only the what the are virgin. they called? 
whatever per- purgles purgles yeah i think they're called yeah so seeing them and then kind of having that understanding of like oh this is why the leaving point for this hyperspace ship thing is from this planet is because this is where the purgles come to like conjugate you know, yeah, yeah refuel or whatever probably uh, before <laughs> they get back on the horse um refuel and fuck yeah <laughs> yes um yeah because yeah episode three was just an, it was a yeah it was a let's get from point a to b eh, episode i don't know do you guys have anything you wanted to touch on episode three or should we just move right along um, we get to see uh, Hera's uh, son for the first time. Oh yeah, Jason. And, get to meet and in meet live Jason. action. In live yeah. action, yes. Correct. Yes. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Bit of a story behind him, but someone's re-watching, well, watching Rebels, so you get to find out. It's already, it's already been spoiled for me. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, there is a lot All of right. stuff in this that... <laughs> Um, especially, especially in the next uh, episode that I can divulge, but I feel like I don't want to because they'll probably, <laughs> probably explain it in the next episode, and I want the full experience for for you guys. That's no, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I will say one other thing. Um, we got to see Mon Mothma briefly. Yes, yeah. that was an that was a thing. That was a thing. There was an interesting scene. Very frustrating to be like, you know, the people that are in charge of the New Republic aren't really, you know. That switched. Yeah, they're not really willing to do anything. They're like, hey, we won. It's it's fine. There's no vacuum to. (laughs) There's no vacuum that that will be infilled by another (laughs) another thing. It's funny. It's just funny. No fleet for you. You know, it's funny. It made me think, and and, I, and of course, of course, I found a way to bring up Rings of Power in this. But it made me think of in that show when um, when Galadriel's like Sauron's back, you guys, and I'm gonna keep hunting him. And then Gilgalad's like, Nah, if you, nah, we're not, we're not, I'm not gonna let you happen. He's dead. It's gone. Move on. It's not gonna happen. It's end, you know. End of TV show. End of TV show. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just it made me think of that. Um mm. anyway, um so episode 4? Yeah. Mm. The 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 uh I would say best episode of the show so far. I think that might be a fair assumption. Yeah. That's how That's how I'm feeling about it. Um Yeah, this was this was great. You know, obviously like episode 3 we ended with um the, you know, Ahsoka and uh, Sabine and, and Huyang getting, you know, stranded on the on the planet. You know, their ship's a bit damaged after the dogfight. Um, and they're being hunted um, by Morgan Elspeth's forces and, and Balin and um, what's-her-face, blonde Jedi. I've, she's not a Jedi. Um, Jedi hit like, girl. Yeah. Shin Hati. Shin Hati, thank you. I keep wanting to say Sati. Shin. It's Shin Hati. Sati Mahati. Shin Hati, yes, who was just again a boss this week. <laughs> I really like her a lot. Um, yeah, so we're at that you know it's basically this episode overall is just okay. They're on the planet, and they've got to figure out a way to stop um, you know the bad guys from getting to Thrawn, um, and you know even at the cost of um, never getting to see Ezra again. Like we have to destroy 
the map before they can actually use it. Um, and that's kind of the crux of this episode. Um, but, I mean, I, like, when, Michael, when you, like, mentioned to us that <laughs> in the chat that there was, you know, something, something, something big had happened, I, I'm, my brain immediately went to the obvious, which it turned out to be, but it was still, it was still mm. great watching mm. it. Mm. And just, just this episode in general, I think, like just my overall thoughts is just was some fantastic Star Wars. Um, I thought <laughs> like from top to bottom, I just thought it was really, really good. Like the 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 lightsaber fights were fantastic. Um, the dialogue was great. The stakes are high. Uh, the visual effects were awesome. Um, and and then we got just that ending of just like oh my god. I, it's, it's, it just made me think of fucking, what's his face, Diggory. It's my boy, my boy. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, but we'll, we'll, we're going to unpack that later on. But yeah, overall, I just, I thought this episode was just brilliant. Like, I, it was so, it was paced so well as well. It moved in a really, really nice fashion and the tension was superb and, ah. Uh, yeah, it was just great. Fulia, please tell me tell me how you felt about episode four. Uh, yeah, no, it was um, it was really good. Uh, there was a lot going on. There was a lot of lot of action, uh, a lot of intensity. Uh, you know the kind of like Sabine and Ahsoka slowly getting back to you know being good friends and stuff, and um, you know love love Huyang. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep. Reiterating that, uh, he can hold his own for a bit. Mm, yeah, that was surprisingly. A cool fight. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting until he kind of started screaming for help. <laughs> and I'm surprised that I haven't seen on TikTok uh, that scene, but with Robot Rock over the over the top. Oh, that'd be awesome. Rock, Yes. Oh my god. Someone has to do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure they're working on it right now. Yes. <laughs> that's mine. That's uh, mine. Mine. I put my word mark on that. <laughs> An original idea on the internet? Me, 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 me. Mm. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, and seeing uh, a little bit more of um, Morgan. Uh, in this one as well, you know, especially with, um, you know, Balin calling and just being like witchcraft. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, and, and, you know, the, the, the conversations between those two, um, when they were trying to get the map read to get coordinates and stuff was, was really like interesting to see where Balin's mind was at whenever yeah. she mentioned, whenever Morgan mentioned something. Um, especially his, you know, his lack of faith now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was an interesting um, quote <clears throat> quote from the from the series. Um, yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it's it was a good episode overall. Like it, there was a, a lot happening without it divulging too much. Um, but that that ending um, because my brain doesn't work the same as yours. Uh, for me, caught caught me by surprise. So, <laughs> <laughs> and somehow, I managed to actually avoid spoilers for that. So, <laughs> a whole week. 
Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I was glad that I didn't have anything spoiled for me with that. Yeah, thank that God. Episode. All, all I saw from people were just like the how they like a non-spoiler. Oh my God, this was an amazing episode post. Oh, that's, that's literally all they said. I'm so <laughs> and I'm glad. like, thank you for all, not seeing anything. All the soy face. <laughs> Uh, Michael, your yeah. um, your overall thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's alright. <laughs> it's, it's alright. <laughs> bit mid. Anyway, <laughs> bit mid, bit mid, bit basic. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy this episode, and being midway of the entire series, mm. it's heading towards a very interesting place, which I sort of expected. <laughs> I, somehow I knew they were they were going to tease tease uh, where Ahsoka is, and I won't say where she is. Cause I know where ba- she is. It's very crazy. It's very crazy. Uh, high concept stuff. Very high. Very high concept. I feel. It's I ar- feel like it's all right. Something else. No, but, you know. no, no. It's all right. It's all right. It's very high concept. They sort of touch on it within Rebels. So once you get up to those episodes, you you somewhat get it. But even <laughs> I have, I still have questions by okay. the by the end of this episode. And yeah. I do, I really enjoy this episode. Yes, very evenly placed. And I was going, oh, where's this going to go? I love it. I love not knowing. And then it's sort of like an ending ending of uh, route. Uh, Return of the no, Revenge of the Sith. Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes it, Back. It ends on sort of a downer, but more yeah. excited of where things are going to go because you know there's going to be more stuff. Mm. And and yeah, the 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 different characters and the the lack of characters. Uh, when I say lack, uh, there there are deaths in this as well. Well. And one particular death, I'm still think uh, I'm thinking they're going to come back to wh- who this character is. I think there's uh, what's his name, Maroc, 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 Tarik Tarok, Jacques Tarak. Galaxy Quest, yay, yay. Anyway, that character. Uh, and how he exploded. That means magic. And that that must mean he is he was a dead person that was reanimated by by Morgan. 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 Yes. Arthurian. Yes. Uh, so uh, and so there's there's a lot more behind that character. Mm-hmm. Especially there there was a a pause when he died. Or she. Dunno. They. Dunno. You're talking about the they. Inquisitor, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I didn't know they had a name. <laughs> it hasn't been... I well, I think it maybe was said once by Shin, I think. But yeah. But very... Blinking... Yeah, I know. Blink... The only reason I know it is because I've watched videos unpacking this shit. Yeah. So that's the only reason I know his name. So, yeah, you're not alone, Fulia. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, oh, who's this character? Is it Ezra? Is it is it Star, Starkiller? Is it... Yeah, Starkiller. Is it, Sa- <laughs> is it Sam Winton? No. Nah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maroc is just Maroc. <laughs> Maroc is just Maroc, okay? It's just a cool character. Uh, but there's probably going to be still more stuff 
to unravel with that character. Maybe. And and yeah, the whole episode ending on a a, a, a cliffhanger. <laughs> Literally. La la. La la. <laughs> Even though she fell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but where? Mm, and how? And, and where's the body? <laughs> where's the body? How? Where? When? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is Gamora? Um, I do yes. want better. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, I, I, I would like to talk about um, the the just the fight scenes. I think I think those are kind of the two main bits of contention in this episode. Um, you know, like the fact that we end up starting off with, we obviously we get the droid, the droids having their fight and, you know, robot rock. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, and, Cause you know, I don't think we've ever really seen droids fight like that before, at least in the live action. Yeah. That was actually really fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pistons and piston combat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Um, and then, yeah. And then of course you've got Ahsoka and Sabine coming in to, to save save the day and we get to see Sabine in her um Mandalorian armor um kicking around being very much more of a Manda- Mandalorian than than a Jedi um at this point because that's just kind of how she's how she is um she'll get there maybe who knows um and yeah and then obviously we we end up having them in these amazing fights between um with you know rematches they're rematches really mm. you know M- Maroc and um Ahsoka and uh, Shin and Sabine um and Sabine sorry not Sabine Shin Shin I just like I said earlier like she's just so badass and I, I adore her and and then in this episode she did the fucking Elizabeth Olsen head tilt thing and I yep <laughs> I, was, I was having emotions with that. That was nice. So that was that was nice. Um, I really liked her. Um, <laughs> another another woman I want to marry. Yes. Settle petal. No. Where's the men? Where's the men? <laughs> I can I can share my screen and show you the the man that I'm I'm interested in really. Um, but we won't do that because it's a podcast. Um, and anyway, yeah. uh, so the, yeah, the fighting I really, really liked, like, especially the, the fight Ahsoka had with Morocco, I thought was the highlight of the two, obviously, I don't know about you guys, but, um, just cause you know, Morocco is quite, you know, had, had this mysterious thing to him. Um, I didn't really spend any time theorizing about who he could really be. I wondered if maybe they were going to go with that. So when he was killed, I was like, what's going to happen? But I really kind of like the idea that he's you know reanimated someone um you know that that's that's kind of cool but you know the inquisitor lightsabers are just awesome and then just that's that scene where it was just ahsoka like doing the anakin stance with her saber behind her head and then he's just spinning the shit it was just really cool Um, find your opening (laughs) yeah i just thought i thought that was awesome um so their rematch was fantastic as for Sabine and Shin, it was fine. Um, I still don't buy, or I still don't like the fact that Sabine can hold her own 
against Shin as well as she can. I mean, yeah, she was uh, she was defeated, I guess, in this instance. But you know, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. I think it's because, like, I feel like Shin is really she's a very good apprentice. Um, like, you know, the episode one, she comes in and she just fucking slays. And I just I think they probably showed her being a bit too powerful for us to then show her against Sabine, unless they're trying to really sell the fact that Sabine is, like, super Force-sensitive and, and whatnot, which I think, I suppose that's probably what they're doing. But I don't know. I don't buy it completely. Um, Fulia, I mean, it could also yeah. mean it could also mean that um, they're just showing the fact that Sabine's really been training her butt off. Yeah, but even then, like, the training that we got in Episode 3 um, was not that great. Like, yeah, it doesn't really sell it, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. So, um, yeah. So, I, I, what they're showing versus what what you know what they're not showing is just I don't know. I'm not the Sabine storyline for me is is the the weakish point of this show so far. But yeah, it's not entirely convincing. No, no, it's not. Yeah. And then you know, but I've got some angry feelings about Sabine that we'll get to in a sec. But Fulia, what did you think about these two rematches? Did you enjoy? I, I did. Uh, they were good fun to watch. Um, I love me some good, you know, um, lightsaber battles. And, um, yeah, I, I kind of feel like um, even though uh, Sabine and, and Shin, like, S- Sabine was somewhat holding her own, I think she was only holding her own because she had her blasters, uh, more so than with the lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, and then the moment when she st- decided to try to use the force and then nothing happened. <laughs> mm. That was a bit, you know, disappointing. <laughs> wow. But it also sells the fact that she still can't, she still can't um, use that power yet. Like yeah. she hasn't fully mastered it or any kind, or like she hasn't even gotten to the point where she can move a cup for crying out loud. So mm. yeah. She's more reliant on her uh, Mandalorian skill. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't tapped into her her inner self, her inner focus and stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, Shin Hati is just like you already said, Kendall, such a badass. And like you can see, you can see the like I don't know if it's evil or it's just just the sheer power that she has within her that she knows that she's good. You know? Yeah, she's very confident. Yeah, she's got this superiority complex about her. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, and it's really interesting to see that from her compared to her master, Valen, you know, mm. um, where he's more of a karma fighter um, and he's not as aggressive no. as what Shinhati is. Mm. He's sort of like a, an old knight mm. sort of thing coming back from like the crusades and he and when when we get to see the um the fight between him and ahsoka uh he's all about strength to mm. it not necessarily grace but but he has the strength like behind like every attack yes and and uh yeah and shin's pretty much the opposite because she she's younger padawan still still learning but still quite powerful and you get to see her like making mistakes as well and she's not quite there yet 
That's why mm. she's a Padawan. And this is what and this is what the uh, show is probably looking looking at between master masters and apprentices, uh, between between Shin and Balin and between Ahsoka and and, and uh, Talia. What? Ah. Oh. Batman on the brain. Sabine. 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 <laughs> I was going to say Talia Al Ghul for some <laughs> stupid reason. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, and how and how um, there, there's unfinished business between between fighting and that, and we get to see that at the end as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Master mm. and apprentice. Mm. Yes. Unresolved issues. So many unresolved. <laughs> Issues, Mike. What did you think of the um, the the rematches we got? I really enjoyed it. I think this is like uh, up t- up their tier of uh, laser laser sword fights within mm. Star Wars as a mm-hmm. canon, and how it's more choreographed uh, and stylized. And I liked it. It definitely harkens back to like. Um, uh, like the prequel, uh, the uh, the prequel series, uh, prequel trilogy, how uh, each each fight is like a set piece within itself, uh, and this one is in the woods, in the dark, and it was fun, mm. so much fun, mm. yeah. And here goes the victors. Yes. Well, you know. Ahsoka, obviously, as we've already said, kills m- m- kills Maroc, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then goes after after the source and uh, heads to heads to the maps to try and stop them, and um, yeah, encounters Balin, and then we get um, some really cool dialogue between them. I really kind of like I, I say it every week, but I'm just again, I'm just so sad about Ray Stevenson because he's just like Balin he, is is such a good character. Yeah, such mm. such a powerful like uh, addition to the. Yeah, canon. I agree. Yeah, and yeah, and there's still more stuff to unfold, and I'm, mm. I'm I'm really happy, really happy that he had this opportunity to. Yes. Like, be within something that's uh, that's going to uh, outlive him, unfortunately, and yeah, mm. it's really mm-hmm. sad. It is, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's simultaneously like happy and sad. Like it's just so bittersweet because yeah, mm-hmm. like he's giving such a great performance. I just the way he holds himself, like his whole demeanor, how he speaks, like um, like it's kind of cool to hear a British accent in this because a lot of it, obviously I think a lot of the Disney Plus shows have been a lot of American accents. Um, uh, and that's that's fine, but it kind of like if, when you hear the British accents, I feel, I feel like it, it takes it takes you back to the old school sort of Star Wars, like the original trilogy, a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, there were British accents and all the other ones too, but I don't know. Just it just feels more like it's just refreshing, I guess. There's mm. more gravitas. Um, more gravitas, absolutely. And I just mm. like I just really l- his character is so fascinating because he's just he's in it for himself and he's in it to try and get the power that he wants and he's going to use Thrawn to do it. And, um, you know, and he's going to try and, you know, bait Ahsoka and get her to 
you know, give in to her her feelings, I suppose. You know, as he's trying to talk about Anakin and, and what happened with her and, you know, and, and, I, and I really like that the way Ahsoka obviously responds to that very level-headed initially of, like, you know, well... You can say whatever you want. I'm here for the map. Like just, <laughs> like just, 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 yeah. just, just shut the fuck up. Um, but no, and just the the, the the fight that they have themselves. Uh, like I saw one video compare it to it, but it felt like the the, the Luke and Vader fight a little bit in a lot of ways from Empire. Um, just this slow beginning, just this building of tension, um, and the, and the two force. They're not Jedi, so I can't call them Jedi's. But the two Force-sensitive beings that are fallen just, Jedi, they're just yeah, fallen. <laughs> um, they're this, you know, they're sizing each other up. They're just they're really so in tune to the Force and into what the other is thinking, what is what they're going to do. So there's you have to be really strategic with your movements, um, and you have to you can't go in guns blazing. You can't go in with that emotion. You have to keep yourself in check. And the fact that both of them are doing that before they get into the fight. I just, I thought it was fucking cool. I really liked it. And just visually too, that whole sequence, like, cause this whole planet is so cool. Like the, the, you know, the, the trees with the red leaves and, um, and then, you know, and then just this, the star map thing with all the like monuments and stuff and the references to the purgles. And, and it's just, it's, it's fucking gorgeous. Like the lighting, the colouring, this like the colour palette is just gorgeous. So it just uh, it all came together for just one of the best lightsaber duels we've had in a while, um, I think. And probably and well obviously the best one we've had in the T V series because, you know, we haven't really done Jedi much in no. the T V series yet. So yeah. It was just it was just phenomenal. Um, you know, until things things went slightly bad. <laughs> But we'll get to that. Mm. In yeah, a he threw yeah. he threw a rocket. At her. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was nice that we got Question. some some force hands as well. Go for it. Yes. Do you think we're gonna see much more of Balin's skull <sighs> within the series, or yeah, after? Um, I I reckon. Well, he's on the ship, yeah. Yeah. So they're mm, all they're, they're all on the ship. They're sh- all yeah. on the ship. I think we'll get yeah, I think he's going to sure. be a a prominent feature going forward, but it just yeah, depends on what they can do uh if, you know, I think cuz I think there's a season 2 of this, isn't there? So I I think it's just going to depend on on that how they decide to write him out of the show or write him or keep him in the show in some form like yeah. That remains to be seen, but yeah, I don't know what mm. what 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 are you thinking for? Do you think, like, do you think that he's going to be dispatched of fairly quickly before the end of the season, or or, or are you thinking he's going to be a major player? Like, I'm not sure how many of the episodes Ray Stevenson actually got to film. Yes. Um. So I'm not aware of that. Um. But just my feeling being that maybe he may not be in the last episode. Potentially, I'm not quite sure. Uh, um, I think, I think he may have passed like within like post production. Okay, so he may have finished filming. Yeah. Up until then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I think so. I I don't remember reading anything about him not finishing filming 
on it okay when he passed away right. so yeah so yeah. We, we we should have him for the for the first season but we okay. yeah we won't know for sure obviously until we watch um the last yeah episodes. that's true yeah. yeah but sticking to you know to the to the character like there's so many layers to him you know right mm. and i just i'm loving the the mystery of this character and the 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 amount of like he just he's he's he, like he said he's lost faith and and i feel like that's his jab at his lost faith in the jedi order he's he's lost faith in the rebellion and all that sort of stuff and and now he's saying all this thing about destroying one thing to um create another uh which is an interesting thought um yeah he's in Balan's skull there's just there's a lot to him that i really want to learn more about yeah but i'm not sure how much more we're going to get by the end of this by the end of this season at least and his his i thought his fear was interesting the fact that he i don't know about you guys but i feel like he was afraid that this journey that they would take from galaxy to galaxy is very risky. And I, I do kind of get the sense that he was like, okay, sure. Mm. I don't know yeah. how I feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely feel it like waning on him. Yeah. When, when he just did a, like a knee jerk reaction to witchcraft. Yeah. 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 It's like, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Like what am Cause, I doing? Cause no one's done this before. Except for yeah. Thrawn and Ezra. Mm. But that's a, that's a story on a different time. Witchcraft from Ezra? Come on. Why are you spoiling these things for me? Ezra. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a reason why, there's a reason why um, both of them uh, went somewhere. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not witchcraft. I'm saying I'm saying Balin said witchcraft when, the, yeah, yeah. when uh, Morgan did the um, did the thing did the thing uh, the yeah. the uh, you know treasure planet yeah yeah mm. can we thing? now maybe skip to that kind of part at the end yeah Ahsoka fell burnt her hand like. <laughs> I was gonna say like that that when she picked it up and bur- and was just you know and it was burning into her skin. I'm just like, oh, that's some powerful like witchcraft. <laughs> well, can I can I uh, can I just add if we're gonna skip to the end end um if is that what you were hinting at, Fulia? Mm. Then <laughs> then I just need to vent and say that um I totally knew Sabine was gonna make the wrong choice and I'm really no, annoyed about that's it. That's what I wanted to get to. You wanted to get to Sabine of it all. Who said okay. it was a yeah. bad choice? <laughs> Milk is a bad choice. Um, yes. I knew it was coming. I, I know. Knew it was I think coming. we all. I just, we all knew. Yeah. I but, was still. I was still like talking to the TV, being like, "Don't do it. Don't do it, Sabine. Don't. Don't. Damn it." <laughs> Temptation. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did the same thing. I think I was yelling at the TV. I'm like, "God fucking damn it! Like, really." <laughs> Can you be any more shit? (laughs) Yeah. And predictable. I don't know. Like, as as these episodes kind of progress, I like Sabine's character is just getting a little bit less likable. Yes. She was better with the long hair. Bring back Sabine with the long hair. 
Mm. I liked her. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's just her temptation, like the fact that she's all this emotion still built up about Ezra. And I'm really, I really want to know what happened, but I'm going to have to continue yeah. watching Rebels to find out. Because yes. it's really annoying that I don't know her <laughs> intentions, you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I know Lister knows all, so. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But, you know. Mm. You know. <laughs> you know. You know. Um, I can't even confirm or deny because spoilers, really. Yeah. <laughs> Character choices is weird. Mm. Anyway. Yes. Did anyone else have anything to say about Sabine being the worst or? <laughs> Give in to temptation. You know, mm. prolong the inevitable. <laughs> but the thing is that you know Balin's just like we won't hurt you if you join our side and then that she gets taken away in shackles well yeah well that's not getting hurt that's just all manacles being restrained yeah <laughs> yeah she might do she's crazy not, shit she's not fully on their side yet um, no she's just yeah it's a little she's closer. done she's done something that's helped them. So Balin is like, no, we won't kill her. Even though Shin Hati was like fucking close. Like, mm. like she was, she's out for blood. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I will say um, one other thing before we get to the end, 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 end of the, the episode. Um, uh, it was nice to see a cameo from Carson, the X-Wing fighter. That we've seen. Yeah, that, that was cool. That we've seen in Mandalorian. Um, he's awesome. I like him. And then, of course, uh, the the jump itself, when they made the jump to hyperspace, was the best hyperspace jump since the Holdo maneuver. Yeah. It I, was I, wicked. I gasped. I ordered Same. gasped. Like, Same. Yeah. That was intense. That was that was so intense. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck's gonna happen? Fucking X wings are just flying everywhere, crashing into each other, burning up, and I'm just like, holy shit! Thank God mm. that craft is a circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good moment. And like, of course, mm. of course, Hera and Jason were gonna be safe because plot armor. But um, but yeah, that was that was very intense and very well executed. Uh, yeah, got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. I love. We it's kind of like he's force sensitive. Oh, mm. it's almost like his his dad might be a. Uh, is that a spoiler? You, or fully said you know, you know who his dad is? Yeah, I know nope. who's his dad. You don't. You don't know. I who know nothing. I don't know. All right, I didn't I even know. I didn't even know there was even a son involved. I'm like, what? Now there's, there's a, a child. Son. He's a, he's got a dad. <laughs> He's got a dad. I'm curious to know who the dad is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I could. Yes. I can't say. I can't say that. No, no. Don't. Don't tell me. No, no, I, no. I want to watch it. I was going to make jokes, <laughs> but it, it involves. Should I use the past tense or the present tense? Oh no. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. anyway. Was dad? Is dad? Is dad? Father. Other. Father. <laughs> Oh, um. Boy. Well, 
um, shall shall we just? If you guys mm-hmm. have anything else, or are we just gonna let's rip that bandaid? Let's yeah, rip, let, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's talk okay. about dads of the internet. Dads of the. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're talking talk about you know individuals who have not won Father of the Year. Um, mm. <laughs> okay, so. Yes, as we kind of hinted at earlier when we we're talking about it, uh, you know, at least when I was like, well, I knew, I knew this was going to come, and the, I feel like half the point of doing an Ahsoka show is just an excuse to mm. bring to bring him back. But of course, in this, at the end of this episode, in the last thirty seconds, we got uh, a glimpse of Anakin Skywalker. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Mannequin uh, Skywalker. Mannequin. No, yeah. I, 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 yeah. One of my, one of my friends was like. At first, I was like, "Oh, he looks fine," and then on closer inspection, I was like, "Oh, nah." Mm, <laughs> They've no. I don't know. I don't know why the de aging is getting worse. But then again, it could be just a matter of. Again, these visual effects artists have to rush and are spread uh. way too thin and. Or this, he looked. Yeah, he didn't look great. I will say he looked. He is a little, especially. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You guys, he blinked. I felt weird when he blinked, and he had a weird expression on his face. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't care at the end of the day because I'm like, I'm just happy to see him. Well, um, he's but, he, his son was de-aged, so he could be de-aged. Yeah, he runs but, in the family. Yeah, <laughs> looking weird. <laughs> runs in it's the genetic. Yeah, it's genetic. Um, yeah. yeah. So Ahsoka. Yeah, she falls off this cliff and then somehow and i i believe the the theory is it's something to do with the location of where they are allowed her to pass into this place and i don't know if i should say i know what the place is at the time when i watched it i didn't know what it was and i thought it was something that had never been done in star wars before and then i got pulled up pulled up at work by some Star Wars nerds that I know, and they're that have seen Rebels, and like, um, actually, it has yeah. been done before, and I was like, oh, I've never seen it, so not in live action. Shut up. Yeah, not in live action. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this is. Shall I? I just shall I just say what it is for you, or do you want? Go on. So it's apparently it's what it, what they referred to as the world between worlds. So it's like, Michael was explaining it a little bit earlier, but it's like this place that's kind of defies logic sort of thing and it exists outside of time and space so it's kind of like a void Mm. it's sort of a void place and it has like apparently there's like all these gateways and doorways so you can like you can go into any sort it's sort of it's it's very much like the void in loki like because like you where it's a place it feels like a place of convergence because i was Mm. watching this video that was unpacking it and it was talking about how you can affect the timeline from this place Ooh, you can, you no, can you cha- can't. Apparently, that's what he said. Well, he's wrong. Okay, all right, good, <laughs> good. I don't want because I don't want anything timeline wise. But he said something about them being able to change the timeline or something. I don't know. Uh, not really. That's why it's not okay. really time travel. Um, it's more more to do with uh, a certain place, like outside of the universe, that. Um, is an ethereal place where everything has happened all at once so that's why that's why you get glimpses uh, or even uh things of different er areas of different timelines like 
uh, you get to see Obi, you get to hear or see Obi Wan in different pl places, uh, in different in different uh, eras of the timeline t uh, of Star Wars, and how everything sort of comes together. Right. Uh, only Force users can sort of enter or even fall into the world between worlds. It's sort of a placeholder name. It, it's it's yeah. it's more spiritual to, than most. So that's why there's a lot more questions about about this place. Uh, if this is Anakin from uh, coming in from uh, a different time, or it's uh, an embodiment, I'm I'm sort of leaning towards. Well it's a sort of memory of Ahsoka, memories from Ahsoka of Anakin, where he, uh, what he looked like the last time uh, she saw him as okay. Anakin and not Vader. Uh, yeah, so you... Mm? Oh, because I was... Because uh, before I knew about this whole world between worlds thing, my theory was I felt like... You know, because obviously we, we we know about Force ghosts, but it's like, where the fuck do they go? Like, I mean, I guess they're in the Force or whatever. They're one with the Force, I guess. But I immediately was like, okay, is this the place where, like, you know, Force ghosts chill out? I just was like, <laughs> is this is this Anakin? Like, you know, as we see at the end, the edited version of Return of the Jedi, we see this version of Anakin Skywalker. Um, yeah. So I thought... Maybe that's what they're doing, but you special you're, edition you're, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. But you're saying that it's probably not really that. Like it's it's it could, it's still it's, up to, to interpretation. I mean, okay. it is sort of Dave Filoni's uh, idea, and how yeah, okay. how you can have like uh, elements from everywhere to be there at the same time. Like you can like. It, this particular case, you, you get to see an older Ahsoka talking to a younger Anakin, uh, and not necessarily um, the real Anakin, but we don't know yet. That's why there's. That's why I still have more questions on how, how, uh, and how and why uh, this sort of thing is happening because this is the first time we see it in live action. This concept, and. And hopefully it's not going to be overly used. Otherwise, you get to see. But I, I still have. I still want to see. But I don't want to see because it will just ruin it. I want to see older Luke, like Mark Hamill, that he looks like now, just fighting Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Um. I mean that concept may never happen, but. This sort of con uh, the world between worlds, that place, concepts like that could happen. Yeah. If okay. That, if that, that's the thing. It it's really hard to explain because yeah. Uh, like anything can happen, but nothing can happen at the same time. Like within rebels, uh, spoilers. There there is a thing where uh, someone. Uh, enters and can take someone out yeah but they gotta be put put back in yeah see that's what I think the video I watched was referring to in terms of altering the timeline because like you remove someone and they've come from a certain point in time yeah like couldn't that fuck shit up it could fuck shit up that's why yeah. it's sort of time travel but it's not 
Yeah. Because anyone who's of that, that and there are elements that the emperor tried to get into the, the world between worlds, but couldn't because he's a Sith user. Uh, and and I'm assuming only Jedi can get in there. Like good guys yeah. can go in there because only good guys can uh, can be trusted. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. No. Okay. No. It's very interesting and very fascinating, and I'm looking forward to seeing how they kind of expand upon it next week's episode and yeah, just what kind of um scenes we get between um anakin and ahsoka and how that's going to be and it's it's kind of good that too we're going to get to see ahsoka we're going to get some depth from her i think because i feel like the one thing that's been lacking so far from ahsoka in the live action is just a bit of depth to her character like she's Mm. like they haven't really had i guess they haven't really had the time hence she has her own show um so it's and clearly, as they've been hinting already, there's a lot of trauma there from what happened to Anakin and, you know, her deciding to leave the Jedi Order and not complete her training and, you know, all of that stuff. Like, you know, she blames herself, I'm sure, in certain ways for what happened. So I'm yeah. excited to unpack all of that um, and, and, for, and for her to just kind of, in a similar way to what we saw with... Obi-Wan, in Obi-Wan, um, but probably done better here, I would say, but just to get some sort of catharsis around what happened to Anakin Skywalker, you know, mm. um, and, and put the past behind us in in a way that we can move on from it and not, you know, not blame oneself for for the evils of another. Um, so, so there it comes. Yeah. So it's, um yeah, it's it's so exciting. But just, to, just again, like, we're just... One of the best things about the these live action things is just get especially it's just it's just giving these characters a second life and an opportunity, especially for these actors like Hayden Christensen, like Armored Best, to actually come back and be redeemed in a way in the eyes of the fandom. Um, you know, and to, or to at least have the light shine on them in a positive way for once. You know, we've all grown up since the days of the prequels, and now I feel like there are a lot of Star Wars fans that you know, now think differently about certain characters and things and realise, you know, blaming the actors for for, for things is, is really fucking stupid. Although some people still do that. Um, I mean, you know, we had to deal with that with Reva last year in Obi-Wan. Um, but, um, but yeah, I just really like the fact that Hayden Christensen's getting another chance to go in this character and to just do stuff. Um and show us what he can really do. Like, I just, yeah. I mean, who knows how much we're going to get, but it's exciting. I reckon mm. we're going to get a shitload of, like, um, flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But, maybe. And, and the thing that I said, like, way when we were talking about, like, them making, like, Ahsoka and after Obi-Wan, uh, the TV show, is, like, I really want to see live action Obi-Wan with uh, Anakin Skywalker and maybe a young version of Snips which is the nickname yeah and, and I went ooh I when told Hayden, him that when I Hay- that up yeah when Hayden Christensen said hello Snips it was like oh everything's connected <laughs> <laughs> um Fulia how 
how did you feel when you saw Anakin on the screen? How did it all how did it all feel for you? Well, when I f started hearing the echoes, I was like, "No way, that can't be." <laughs> no, they they're not, but they're going there. And then when I saw him, I was just like, "Oh, okay, oh this is cool." <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I am looking forward to seeing what their conversation is going to be like in the next episode, mm. um, and just because I can. I can already tell that it's going to be one of those, uh, you know, wise men tells you, ties the, you know, the wise master will tell, tell their apprentice yeah. what they need to do and really sort of give them hints rather than give them the direct answers. Cause that's what they, cause that's what a master will do. They, you can't just spoon feed them the, the, the answers. Um, and I feel like, I feel like Ahsoka is just like in a, in a moment of, I don't know how to get Sabine to not go towards her feelings of her anger and mm. frustrations for the fact that, you know, that we can't find Ezra and all that sort of stuff. So, um, it's going to be interesting. I just, I, I'm, I just want to know what that conversation is going to be. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be, that's, that's just going to. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the, the feels, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. Especially after watching The Clone Wars, because that was, that was actually really good. And especially the way that they, the way that they left each other. It wasn't really on great terms, so. No. No. Yeah. And that sort of led the path of uh, Anakin not really, uh, well, starting to lose faith in the Jedi Order. Mm. Yeah, which is, which is another another thing that you can probably add to the head canon mm. to the to the reason why Anakin decided to uh, side with the Emperor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just extra baggage to add on, mm. extra reasoning. Um, yeah, I don't really have a lot m what else to say really, other than this is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's just great Star Wars. It's good theories. It's good good chat. So it's, um, it's just great to see, yeah, see where this is going. You know, because mm. after Episode Three, I was a little worried. I was a little worried, and then um, Episode Four happened, and I'm like, well, <laughs> better not let me down again. Uh, <laughs> There's gonna be a couple, yeah. and then it'll crescendo into the last episode. Yeah, mm. yeah, but you know. Not only will we see some more Anakin in episode five, um, you know, um, Sabine and Morgan and, and um, Balin and, and Shin are on their way to the other galaxy. So, um, hmm. could, our could galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> our galaxy. Yeah, probably. Um, could we be seeing Thrawn again? Um, well, for he the was in the time. trailer, so obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, in this episode, is he going to be in this episode? Hmm. I don't I, think it'll be immediate. I, no, I think they're probably no. gonna save him for the last two. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's fair. And I think that's where, and that's also where we're gonna see Ezra most likely as well. Yeah, it would be too easy for them to just immediately come upon them. Um, mm. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I did. I will point out just a, like a visual thing from the 
from the moment where they do go into hyperdrive, the fact that you can actually see them getting smaller and smaller so quickly. Mm. Like you just see this ring of blue hmm. in the distance. Yeah. Um, that that actually was really cool. I yeah. really like that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's um is very well done. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very superb visual effect, that's for sure. Because mm. usually when 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 a ve- when a vehicle goes like a, a spaceship goes into hyper into the hyper hyperdrive, it's a, a you don't normally see what happens from the outside. They just disappear. Mm. But this particular thing, because it's so huge, um, and the fact that they're going, they're jumping galaxies, uh, rather than just a little bit of space, it's. It just seems like they're going at a slower pace, maybe. Compared to just doing a regular hyper jump, yeah, like it's all perspective, I suppose. Yeah, mm. yeah. You like like when there's rings on on cars, it look like they look when they speed up, and they start seeming to be slowing down. Yeah, they're going so fast, and they yeah. seem to be going backwards. It's a, yeah, it's, mm. it's yeah. What well, Einstein had it relatively. It's there it is. yeah, yeah. 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 Physics. 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 And that is my Doctor Who quote for the for the week. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yes. All right. Um shall that do it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think we're done. This is this is Anakin's space ghost. Uh this is Anakin after he died and he's coming back to say hello to Ahsoka after he died. I that's what I want. That's what I want. I, I think it's just aged old Anakin, but de-aged because memory and yeah. 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 It's all to do with memory. Yes. Yeah. Which we will. And perspective. And, and perspective. Because the world between worlds looks very different in, in Rebels. So therefore. Yeah, it does. It may, mm. it may be different to individual people. That's why it's ethereal yeah. and... Ooh. Special and stuff. <laughs> I like and that. And I want to see Hugh McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That would be that would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hugh McGregor. And I, d- I don't know if it's going to be a flashback or not. You know, get get someone to play uh, Ahsoka in teenage form. I don't know. Yeah. That's Do my, it. That's my thing. And. Hmm. With the world between worlds, this is how Ahsoka can enter the different galaxy as well. Anyway. Oh. Maybe. Oh. Mm. That's interesting. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so when Balin destroys it, it's like, no one's following us. Are you, are you sure about that? Are you, <laughs> are you sure about that? <laughs> uh, good. Good stuff. All right, that'll do it for us. That's our, our mm-hmm. um, epic popcorn culture in episodes three and four of Ahsoka. Um, mm. I think I think three was called Time to Fly, and this was called Fallen Jedi, of course. And again, as soon as I saw the title for this episode, I was like, that's Anakin, but it's also Ahsoka. And it's, it's also, it's also Balin. It's also Balin, it's exactly. Multiple, <laughs> multiple, multiple meanings. We, we love mm. to see that. We love to see it. Um, but yes... Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening 
watching our ramblings. And thank you if you if you've made it this far. <laughs> if you've made it to the as as advertised three hour episode, um, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, let's get on out of here, shall we? And, and that that was a podcast was a podcast called Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and X for the latest X. content. <laughs> Maybe you'd like to listen to Freddie Alien. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're watching us right now, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe to our channel, click the bell icon to be notified of future content. And of course, if you're watching us live uh, over on Twitch, you can also give us a follow there. Twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch. Woo! I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantamachi. And I've been the Fallen Jedi, a Michael Lestat. <laughs> and, and you, you just, just experienced a podcast Remember to eat beef. Remember, Freddy lips, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and uh, something to do with Ahsoka. remember to look after yourself and your mental health (laughs) yes thanks for listening thanks for watching laters gators and